0: Welcome to across the bifrost this is the mighty thor podcast where on each and every episode we explore the world of marvel's mighty thor on today's episode i am joined by the entire roster of the warriors three hey, I, I myself Ooh. bolstag am here ryan Doze, our our fandrel <laughs> faz is here oh i love it and that makes that makes will hogan cool i'll take it that's fun I'm Zach a, Levi.
1: That's great. Ooh, <laughs> a, a, or Josh Dallas, whichever, whichever you prefer. I'm. It's both. Depends on the mood, I, mean, I guess. <laughs> so
0: everybody, today we are here to do something that we've been talking about for quite a few weeks. We are going to be doing a live, at least live for us three, right here. We're going to be doing a commentary over Thor: The Dark World, guys are we ready for thor the dark world like let's maybe remind listeners like when was the last time we watched it or how many times have we seen it because we're all coming at it from various different experience levels i guess will why don't you tell them what what your experience level with dark world is?
2: yeah i um i saw this movie in the theater in 2013 it was a different world then. It was before TikTok. It was before Trump. The world was not a dark world. It was a brighter world. It's before pandemics. Uh, and and it's so, won. And so yes. Malachi won. We're living in the so darkest it timeline. Time. It was a different time and place, <laughs> a different world in 2013. And I saw it in the theater, and I haven't seen it since. And, you know, I know it's reputation. It's not that I have, like, deep hatred to this movie or, like, um, it's, it's just. Like how you, you love
1: know, dogs, eh?
2: Right, right. So it's like, oh my gosh, here it was. Out of the gate. Drinking game. How many times will fast make a hating dog thing? I'm taking a sip of my beer right now.
0: Mm. Uh, Dr. Pepper never tastes <laughs> go. so good. All right,
2: I'll be passed out in 30 minutes into this thing. But they, <laughs> um, um, Yeah, yeah. So... So yeah, like, and it is, where right? I, it's this movie that's at the tail end of all Marvel movies when people start, you know, crapping all over and shitting all over Marvel movies. That's the one that kind of has the end of the list, you know. So I love it that it, this is, um, um, you know, Happy birthday, Ryan! Happy birthday to you! We're doing this was this, a weird birthday gift. It's a to weird ask birthday for. <laughs> gift. We're having a party here online, and and you specifically requested you. it. I did we're specifically
0: self- request Dark World because well, because. <laughs> I don't know like okay I'll, I'll just tell you guys what my experience level with Dark World is I like when this movie came out I didn't know who Malekith was yet I didn't know who the Dark Elves were yet I hadn't read comics like I have now I loved this movie like and it was one of those like you're you're so young and you're caught up in you know the you're caught up in the things you don't know a lot about and you're like you're like this is perfect it's awesome like I loved all the fantasy elements of it you know all the things from the first Thor movie I loved in this movie too so um, I saw it obviously when it came out I watched it probably at least once a year, along with the other Thor movies and I most recently watched it three days ago folding towels on my couch because I got so bored. That I was like, you know what? We're gonna watch Dark World in a few days. I'm gonna refamiliarize myself, and then Faz took me to task for it. He was not pleased that I
3: watched it Just three brutal. days before we cheater. were going- <laughs> cheater. Cheating.
1: Look, so so listeners, I'm the only normal one in this group. I'm not like Will, only seeing it once. I'm not like Ryan pre gaming watching it three days before. I did, I, I watch That's it. I, did. I, I, I watch it every so often. I watched it in theaters in 2013 at the ripe old age of 18 years old. Oh my and gosh. like Ryan, had no experience with Thor comics, because as longtime listeners will know, comics for me are like a two, three, uh, two or three-year thing now, so obviously no comics back then. Yeah. Enjoyed the movie, kind of forgot about it forever, always had it at the bottom of my tier list because of what the internet tells me all the time, Rewatched mm-hmm. it for Infinity War, and realized this movie's really frickin' good. This is a lot better than people think. Oh my god, like maybe it's because I'm a Thor stan, but wow, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I watch it like Ryan, maybe once a year. I watched it to get prepped for Endgame. I watched it to get prepped for Love and Thunder before Loki, stuff like that. And uh, the last time I watched it was probably six months to a year ago. So, like a good MCU stand, part of my rewatch is it's there, and uh, it's obviously saw it in theaters. So the rest of you, I don't, I don't know what you're doing, but it's okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's okay. Thank you for that, yes, yeah. that At the, okay.
1: at the <laughs> end of the day, it will be okay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, as long yeah. as you watch Dark World more than once, you're you're a winner. So, will after today, you will be you'll be a winner like Ryan and I. Right. right. Uh, well,
0: so this was all this was all an intervention for you.
2: I know. I feel like I'm an intervention right now. I Really do. So yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it was it was all planned for sure. Yeah, it's gonna take you so, a while to get to acceptance, but
0: we'll get there. <laughs> okay, everybody. Here's how this is going to work. This is real simple. Imagine this, like uh, myself, Will and Faz, we're all just, you know, sitting around the living room and we're like, hey, you know what? Let's watch a movie. Let's watch just a random MCU movie. Hey, we should watch Dark World. And you plop down on the couch next to one of us and you're just like, OK, let's go. So in a in a few seconds we're going to press play on our our Disney Plus apps where you know all around all around the western hemisphere here and we are going to start watching and we're just going to kind of talk and share our thoughts about the movie we're going to share some little tidbits of trivia and things like that but you know grab a drink Grab something to snack on. Maybe put on Thor: The Dark World if you
1: can. If yeah, driving around. And listeners, we cannot stress this enough. You are going to hate this commentary if you don't play Thor: uh, The Dark World during <laughs> it. You're just going to be like, What Thor, are these guys talking about? Or if you hit about? play and
2: watch it, we're going to be that annoying friend in the movie theater. Who keeps talking like, Shut what, like, up! That's shut up, you annoying. That is Grace. Will.
0: That's perfect. Imagine this: We're your annoying friends in the mm-hmm. theater that won't shut up time. about this movie. Yeah, yep, yep.
1: <laughs> So ideally, listeners, there's. Not going to be many breaks but who knows something epic might happen and we might be silent for two we minutes. might we you might guys be, guys be like what is silence. this is this even a podcast <laughs> no it's a watch along <laughs> listen to it so
0: everybody here
1: we go guys you ready
0: okay so. i'm gonna count us down from let's say five and then on and are one, we going we'll... on
2: go on one. Okay.
0: you know what let's go on go let's go on go okay
2: from five. zero 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 from zero zero zero, or like right through it says like the page turns, or we get five seconds. At like, well, how
1: much meat have you drank in preparation? Oh, for this?
2: I I have been drinking an IPA. It called. Oh my gosh! <laughs> all you. We're never going to start this movie. This apex. is all. This is I'm
0: already insane. the worst New Year's party ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Go
1: and the little blue swirly thing, <laughs> okay. So many comic pages. Wow!
2: Oh, I know that issue. Issue 134 is when immediately Thor had the first appearance. Of, no, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> remember when the Marvel logo was just comic book panels.
2: That's right, that's like right. That's... It didn't have the whole team, it didn't have the whole team. This is phase two in the Marvel MCU, so uh, we haven't even gotten to. A lot of Ah,
0: phase two when we didn't know what was happening (laughs)
2: it's like hey they're gonna do
1: stuff with infinity stones okay we didn't even know it right because the 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 aether was just the aether yeah
0: right oh
1: anthony hopkins's sultry voice i do miss this about thor movies the the initial kind of setting the pace with the the norse really cool ancient vibe at the beginning yeah i do really love how ragnarok and love and thunder started but it is cool to have hopkins tell a story from thousands of years ago
2: yeah yeah norse mythology that's where it's all based the guy the guy has
0: amazing narrator voice yeah amazing when he's not too busy eating people or you know saying clarice to people (laughs)
1: This scene too, like the the Asgardian armor is so cool. The Dark Elves look fantastic. Oh. yeah! Part of me was like, is that the Court of the Owls, like from the DC universe?
2: Of, well, yeah, kind right? of, the Owls. Yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah.
2: And the, they're shooting lasers. Are, am I? Is am I in a, am I in a Star Wars movie? What's yeah. going on? I see lasers.
0: So remember, listeners, one of the things that got me into Thor was the fact that it was, in my mind, it was it was Star Wars meets Lord of the Rings. Mhm. It's like yeah. lasers and spaceships, but also swords and shields and
1: oh, yeah. like I loved it. Super science that's also magic and you just kind of roll with both of them. Right, and... right.
0: Like anything is possible because really everything is on the table. The ether. Oh.
3: <laughs> right.
1: Remember, remember, it's not a stone, it's more of a sludge, right? That's yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the way that's that Thor is. That's so describes much cooler. It. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> ah the infinity sludge (laughs) this was the point where they had to retcon it in after they'd already filmed three quarters of the movie and they were like well shit kevin can we add a scene where we're opening a book (laughs) explain that it's a stone that looks like a sludge and we're good right that i
0: will say this this opening like you were talking about the the asgardian armor i love the look of the ein harry in this movie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like the the soldiers i mean it's it, like, it gave me that, like, regal Asgardian vibe mm-hmm. that, like, we didn't really get to see them fight in the first movie. They just, like, guarded a bunch of stuff poorly yeah. because the Frost Giants kill them all. But Malekith goes, like, super suicidal here, but except not for himself. It's just like he
1: just decides everybody else has got to die. Yeah, it's kind of messed up, eh? He's, like, all super dark elves except up. myself and my friend uh, Alvin's, I think what Will calls him. Alvin. Alvin. Yes. Alvin yeah alvin why and the rest not? Of why
3: not
0: it's alvin
1: boar looks fantastic as like the precursor to odin like the way that his armor is very similar in the same vein but different yeah yeah i love this line
0: his voice is so like yeah <laughs>
2: And this like pre in like Norse mythology, this is like predates, like this is like a prequel leading up to what's gonna happen way back when. Is that what just happened? This precinct.
0: I mean, boar exists before Odin. The rest right. of this is all mm-hmm. Marvel stuff.
1: I'm I'm pretty sure this is a one for one remake of Norse mythology. And listeners, you can come at me on Instagram to give me that engagement and tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> <I don't>
2: <laughs> right, right. There's like this. This is also a bait
1: and switch for you to give Faz more engagement. <laughs> <laughs> now, this one, listeners, you're going to notice it's a lot about uh, costumes for me. This is probably the best Loki costume in the entire MCU. It's pretty good. It's so detailed. You should all check out Silhouette Cosplay and her absolutely incredible version of this Loki. Mm. So good. So good. Oh, my mm. gosh. The chain on his neck. You know, he's just such a, such a Loki. Tom Hiddleston's voice. Like
0: he just he's just so slimy and creepy
1: yes yeah, marmy.
0: also can we all agree this is really renee
1: russo's movie oh for sure <laughs> the first she's half fantastic. of this
0: movie is renee russo's
1: movie <laughs> <laughs> she's arguably the best russo associated with marvel and that's saying a lot oh man remember when she was gaming on bad. fire that tonight bad. everybody
2: Lethal Weapon, remember she was that movie? that was good. She was good. Enough. Give me a
1: third of her records read, and I'm all I'm all wound up, right?
2: <laughs> I'm all wound up.
1: We're we're all
0: almost at the end of a work week. So we just gotta get all this like pent up marvely energy out. That's right. Oh, one of Anthony Hopkins' best lines. Our
1: birthright was to die. So
0: good. Was to
2: die. As a child. <laughs> as a child like it doesn't like your birthright is to die but as a child like
0: mm. that line right there to loki might be the most comic book odin mm-hmm. that odin is in this entire franchise yeah. because he's just unabashedly
1: a dick to him yeah he's just a piece of garbage right and he's like they, they really calm him down in most of the mcu but here he's just like yeah, necessarily yeah. so- cruel
2: so we wonder why he's a villain we wonder why he's a trickster guy. Like, freak is the only reason you're alive. You know, it's like, okay, okay. <laughs> daddy issues or whatever. All right, looking for acceptance, looking for power, looking Mega for superior, <laughs> looking for those things. I'm, you know, you, I, you all wonder why I'm a villain? Okay, here you go.
1: Love and Thunder, listeners. I I know you all think Thor's just dumb now, and he's not. He wasn't a meathead before, but Loki just called him a witless oaf, and I think Loki probably knows better than people who don't like Love and Thunder. So there, there you go. Best character in the MCU is now here. Sif time. Oh, Oh, okay.
0: This fight scene is awesome because it was like it's like Conan the Barbarian, like Mm -hmm. kind of like level. They're like fighting these weird space tribesmen with bazookas. come on with bazookas
1: yeah <laughs> and they're all getting wrecked until a magic hammer comes flying through like you can't Ugh. do better than that there you go oh yeah you the armor
2: ever before you see thor
0: that image right there of him catching mjolnir with the the Bifrost behind him it's like frig, take my money man yeah yep and so faz tell
1: everybody why you love this suit so much it's just the most classic Norse God space Viking look like it's got the leather it's got all the detailing it's got the T on his chest that isn't really a T but it's kind of like very regal and Norse and almost uh, medieval about it the shiny arms are just fantastic he's got Mjolnir the hair is the best it's ever looked like there's just because so it's real things. because it's <laughs> real yeah he grew it out for this one. his eyebrows his eyebrows aren't blonde, which is a big win for him because they dyed them in the first one. Right. Oh, wow. Uh, so, that we just got to see like Lady Sif and the Warriors
0: three all fight, which we really didn't get to see a lot of them fighting like different kinds of other, but we got to see them fight to the Destroyer and the Frost Giants. Mm-hmm. We actually get to see them go mono
1: a mono with people that are yeah. their size in this Use one. Use their special moves and stuff. Right. Right. Here comes Korg's uncle coming to fight <laughs> Thor okay is that is that uh is that canon i no. mean the uncle part's not canon same no, no. same same type of alien though yeah,
0: maybe right. exactly maybe because one of the first what in in uh in journey into mystery 83 the uh one of the stone men from saturn is named gore yeah maybe, maybe yeah, this yeah. is the original gore it could oh. be the original gore that's
1: nice. why christian is so
0: mad I love how he takes takes the 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 stone man out. He just uppercuts the crap out of him.
1: For everybody that's sad for the death of the stone man, remember that as long as their mouths are okay, Cronins are still alive. So he's probably still alive in that. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Tyka, for the canon.
0: There you go. Zachary Levi with a great line. He's just like, maybe next time we start with the big one. (laughs) Shazam is in this
2: movie? I didn't tell you. yeah yeah i forgot shazam he's originally. he's fandral yeah
0: um, yeah now, faz do you remember why josh dallas because i know okay what's the thing with fandral zachary levi was supposed to do it and then he couldn't uh, yeah. so
1: josh I dallas think, was it in the first movie i think when he got um he was supposed to do it in one but he ran out of time for whatever reason he had a different thing coming up so they had someone else do it then he did it in two and he was gonna do it in three and forward, but then he got Shazam, and it was a matter of needing to like find somewhere else to put him. <sighs> and then obviously um, he's not really around. Like, is is it him in Ragnarok, or is it someone? Is it the original actor who gets brutally murdered by Hela? It. Spoilers it's for 2017. That's the name movie. of your
2: podcast. It was because of Chuck.
0: Like, it was because like, of uh, the show Chuck that he couldn't do. Yeah, the I mean, first one. Um, one uh, one too- thing about the uh, the soundtrack to this film. Brian Tyler, who did the music, he has one of the greatest hooks Mm -hmm. in the MCU. Like that very like regal, like dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. I've had it stuck in my head all week. Oh yeah. It's I think the soundtrack to this movie
1: is severely slept on. This is also the best Asgard ever looks in the MCU. In Thor 1, it's a beautiful golden city. In Thor 3, it's supposed to be shown as it's not all special. It's more like a shitty fake place. Right Here, it's the most lived-in, grimy, real version of it. And right. that's that's what they were looking for. They wanted to establish it as a place that exists instead of some magical space world or some fraud like they do later. This movie, if not for all the behind-the-scenes turmoil, would have had at least another half an hour more of stuff happening in Asgard so people yeah. could see
0: what it was like i i agree wholeheartedly with the the setting and the aesthetic like the setting and the aesthetic in this movie and and a lot in the first one as well um it it just nails like the asgard that i'm used to
2: mm-hmm. um and I agree when you say that, that ryan like used to from like comics
0: i think used to um yeah from from comics because like around this time matt fraction was writing thor and olivier Uh coipel was drawing thor so like there's Uh there's certain parts of this this asgard in the movie and you know the armor and the i don't know just the vibe of it that it lands for me because it's got it's those those fantasy elements. It's got those space sci-fi elements, and it just melds
1: perfectly. um
2: You guys saw him with his shirt off. That was me as a stunt devil They brought me in.
1: Uh, right, for, right. I, yeah. I actually can confirm that. I I read that in the art of the movie that that Will yeah. Rose was flown in specifically right. for that. Hemsworth mm-hmm. wasn't big enough. Yeah, those
2: are those are stunt abs. And then they had right to there. like cgi because i had an eight pack not six six packs so yeah that's
1: thing. right they they had to shrink you a little
2: bit that's true yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: good grief you yeah. guys drinking
2: game good grief when whenever <laughs> ryan says good grief to a will rose comment that you know grief. what
0: that, that, that would be a game. pretty effective drinking game <laughs>
1: <laughs> now here's here's a great scene where you really get the feel for how thor and sif could have been together in the mcu and yeah. i would have loved to see that relationship explored a bit more yeah Maybe it's because it, of Jamie Alexander. Maybe it's because of Thor and Sif. Who knows? Could be anything. <laughs> mm. It, mm. Are they, having at, Ryan, Are they, they have, have a need, Brian? You have a wife. Reed? Don't make those noises.
0: No, 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 no. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You know, if I, if I had known back then that this was going to be Natalie Portman's last movie for ten years, mm-hmm. would I have just been like full send, go the go the Thor and Sif route? Mm-hmm because thor and sif they've actually been like a couple in a relationship longer than thor ever was with jane yeah like in in terms of comics like and sif just i don't know the only problem that sif ever did the only thing wrong with sif was that she wasn't jane
1: yeah yeah and it's it's like odin says like objectively speaking she's a much better fit for thor right. like his all, all of his concerns with jane like not being able to see her live longer than 80 years which is a, like a blink for him like sif doesn't have that problem because she's yeah. also as guardian right it's just not the the true love which is great like i like how they did that in the mcu but there was a 10-year period in the middle <laughs> when it could have just been we got nothing like yeah should we have done it this way because now we've burned sif and we don't even have jane for a bit there right it took taika Um, really making the pitch to get portman to come back and really close the loop on an awesome story speaking of jane foster and
0: natalie portman and also just chris o'dowd randomly (laughs) i love that chris o'dowd is is brought in to be this guy on a date (laughs) and then really
1: nothing else (laughs) hey hey he's he's a phone call later in the movie he's he a phone call later on the movie that's true he serves Boilers, a very important i, didn't know that. Plot I haven't seen point.
2: this in 10 years guys come on i didn't know it
1: was <laughs> true it is slowly <laughs> for Will. i didn't even think about that sorry
0: <laughs>
1: then because real mcu have... fans have seen it since then oh man fast came in with all the fire tonight yeah,
2: I'm, look I'm this
1: a... comics i'm very clearly number 3 in terms of experience here but for movies i'm probably <laughs> i'm probably number 1 so i have to flex He's a bit to make got up for how behind got to flex
2: that. where you need to flex there yeah so much
1: energy i'm i'm good
0: <laughs> it, well one of my favorite original mcu characters that's not in a comic book is darcy lewis played by the amazing kat dennings absolutely yeah. who was who was at the peak of her power at this point mm-hmm. with two broke girls Mm-hmm. um i mean
2: just the cast for this these stories such a good, good cast, cast for this role. oh the oh cast is so just a list of people that make their that make their faces visible on in this movie is is pretty freaking amazing i don't know what the budget was maybe faz you know the budget for this oh uh, it was a
1: it was a lower budget like maybe 150 million dollars sounds like a lot oh. but for the mcu you know not something that's like and yeah. worldwide, it made 644 Is that it? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it did quite well, especially given it was not well received critically, right? Like, people yeah, right. didn't. If people liked it but didn't love it back then, an MCU movie wasn't a sure thing at all, right? I'm convinced that Kat Denning's script pages just said, Be Kat Dennings, in the same way that the Grandmaster's <laughs> ones were just Gold it Up. Like, it, that has yeah. to be how she was written.
0: Oh, yeah. That's so yeah, funny. What you mean? You? Be Kat Dennings. <laughs> You know, it's it's crazy. The only other Phase Two movie, the, well, the 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 only Phase Two movie that that earned less money than this was Ant Man, mm-hmm. really? and Ant Man was coming off. It was coming off of the high of Age of Ultron. Yeah, I just that's weird to me. I mean,
3: it's
1: Iron is worse
0: than that because Iron Man Three is a terrible movie, and it made oh. oh. Made bucket I, tons. It made double this movie, and I'm sorry, Iron Man three is not great. Iron Man three is a fabulous movie. It's a bad you yeah.
3: movie. <laughs> I think oh, that she Black made a great she's Black movie. Not planned, it's just though. not a. Hey, well, Luthan, I mean, we—it's we, we, Lutheran
2: from Andor. It's Luther He's naked. We have a naked hey, man on screen, so we're. We have I, not, Iron man I have not. I have
0: not even started Andor yet, <laughs> William. Oh, and yeah, no spoilers.
2: Just for Dr. Eric, you need to watch Andor.
0: It is weird watching Stellan Skarsgård just run around or run around Stonehenge butt naked. You're just like, that is a classy actor right there.
1: You know, I, I, again, because of how young I was, my first experiences with him were these two Thor movies. So it was not weird. I was like, oh, okay, oh, you, kind of actor you were like, this yeah, is what yeah, Stellan Skarsgård yeah, is. Yeah, this <laughs> is what he does. Yeah, I didn't even realize <laughs> that they put like, this is the equivalent of like Anthony Hopkins doing silly stuff like this. <laughs>
0: Okay, so we're at one of my like favorite like weird scenes that, like in norm in regular life this scene is weird for another reason outside of the ether having this like levitating power three adult people walk into an abandoned warehouse, meet three children and they're like hey, can we hang out with you guys?
1: <laughs> and the kids are like, sure, why not? Like, I- if I knew but my kids were they, hanging out with first, they check to make sure that the police though, because they know that as long as they're not cops, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Are you guys cops? Good. Oh, thank God! <laughs> Let me show you all my drugs. That's
0: the, that's how it goes. Yeah, it just it's such a weird like if you cut it out of context. Actually, you know what? In context, it's still weird. This but... is such
1: a cool scene for for Will who hasn't seen it in fifteen years. <laughs>
2: That's right. It came out before it came out. And yeah, exactly. I like, five oh. years
1: before it came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Such a weird scene. Yeah. So
2: cool. Yeah. I'm I'm like I'm like Jane. I'm kind of like, you know, um mouth it, open because I've forgotten the scene. Darcy of- hits the nail on the head. That doesn't seem right. <laughs>
0: Actor. she's she's not wrong you can't really critique it too much <laughs> so yeah. speaking of like critiquing and like finding little you know issues with and really every movie has its flaws even the even you know the 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 best movies that have ever been you know and phase two had a lot of really good movies mm-hmm. so it's like if you stack dark world up against all the other phase two movies yeah i get it like i i get being a little harsh to this movie Mm-hmm. I still think Iron Man three sucks, but um, like <sighs> yeah, Winter Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, amazing, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, amazing,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Age of Ultron, pretty good movie. I, mm-hmm. I think
1: Age of Ultron's super underrated, especially in the light of Endgame. It really right. filled out a lot of stuff, but agreed though that it's not it's not winter soldier where did where does it the come out in phase
2: two is this part of the, like the this superhero is, fatigue is it, it like it like was in, like the
1: second movie in phase two yeah right? it comes out right?
2: after yeah. iron man three and right yeah. before
0: right before winter soldier which it okay, had okay. that like it was the it was the late to that it was the late 2013 release
1: yeah. so this is the classic example of people thinking marvel made a movie just because they have to make a movie for the franchise yeah, yeah whereas like iron man 3 was capping the franchise cap 2 was really blowing open the mcu thor 2 was just kind of like well we have to do a sequel to thor right it's been three or four years now let's do it yeah i still think it was very worth making but that's one of the reasons people didn't like it which well, is
2: what well, in game they lean into it like they they, mm-hmm. they troll the trolls by like we're gonna make uh dark world a major part Part yeah you, oh in, oh in, you
1: you guys don't like this movie let's spend 15 like this movie, minutes we're talking gonna about it
2: yeah. we're gonna make it a linchpin <laughs> and the climactic part of like this whole thing we're doing by by doing that and we're gonna make this movie better by by lifting it up in in game there's
0: there, so we're at the point where jane is like gonna discover the ether and I love that I because I've got bore I've got Bore's uh, words in my mind where he's like bury it deep where no one will find them, except for a girl that like comes through like a little bit of like a bubbly like portal and then she's like oh hey what's this thing let's touch it <laughs> and, like I just love how Bore's bore his uh, his explanation for it is just like I don't know, just uh, dig a hole put it in there yeah. Yeah. And a bunch of just teenagers sure that, like, sound at first teenagers
1: this is sound this first. like classic mid-2000s early 2010 superhero movie thing where plot contrivances just happen because they need the plot to happen like right, right. hidden this somewhere in the universe just happens that a gravity field pulls jane there just roll with it because right. it'll make the story better long term right? right this is the kind of thing that like if they did it in thor 4 then taika would be set on fire even more than he already was but back then like really not that unreasonable shit happens in the mcu
0: yeah it's 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 weird how like and (laughs) there's gonna be some person that was tricked into listening to this it's like they're gonna rip dark world to pieces. (laughs) um but like really it's just funny how like a bad (laughs) you know a a quote-unquote bad mcu
1: movie is still a pretty serviceable good movie and for and, Thor and, fans, it's a top-tier MCU movie. Like it does a lot of Thor stuff. Like it gets in the lore really nicely. It fills out a lot of comic Thor things you want. Now um,
0: we're awakening Malekith in his like, I don't know, gritty, gritty, dark, like Star Trek vibe ship.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like kind of like a man of steel. Um, what's his face? Uh, Zod ship yeah, so you look like yeah, this. oh my yep, gosh, yep. he's Zod. That's Damn it, Zod. Faz. <laughs> Damn, I'm the best. I want, now I, I got to find out when Goku Man of Steel and, came out. He's Zod, yeah.
0: It came out the same year. Shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so one one thing you might not remember listeners is for like 5 years Marvel and DC kept making things that were exactly the same. If Marvel had a Skybeam, DC had a Skybeam. If Marvel had Civil War, DC had Batman versus Superman. If uh we if we had Malekith being all dark, they had General Zod. It was always Always the
2: exact and that season. mirrors
1: the comics like exactly
2: like oh mm-hmm. you have Aquaman we're gonna have Namor you yeah. have this we're gonna do that yeah. you have Superman like, I have Hyperion Destiny, we'll we'll, we'll do whatever adventures. yeah yeah they yeah. they you have a big crossover event we're gonna mirror that so like they've been doing this for uh, decades before all this in the comics
1: Baz's costume corner Heimdall looks amazing right now oh He's yeah very, very comicky Peter has, does no wrong yeah, I I another, love how he another looks just
2: in- like actor trying to make it in a thor movie you know just trying to be flex you know trying to be a a good big time
1: actor the funny thing about him is like he hated the mcu and he asked to be removed from it because he didn't like the direction of dark world and then he saw how popular it got and he started begging to come back in which i love like they they purposely killed him off in infinity war because he asked to be killed and then he was like wait but like everybody loves this stuff now when when's my next movie and they were like sir you're dead (laughs) can you be james bond one day can
2: you yeah. be like real i know you're fighting that one too but i'd love to see you as 007 as well so uh yeah I heard the, like guy. the creepy guy in the office who uh or or the guy who was like the jerk in the, the tv show the office too yeah King. he is good there yeah yeah really good that is
0: yes is always he's uh he's Char- charles minor charles yeah. minor or as michael calls him sir charles minor <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who Jim's got ridden, but doesn't laugh at his jokes. I mean, yeah, really <laughs> like he also
0: hates Jim. I like why <laughs> it's <just> weird. <laughs> now it's a weird kind of like to- 2000s horror movie. Like, I don't know. This reminds me of like the movie Slither. Ooh. Yeah.
1: It's the weirdest looking stone I've ever seen. It almost looks like a, a spilled drink instead.
0: Right. It-, it looks like it looks like uh, Jane is like just
1: covered in Kool Aid. Mm hmm. I love this point in the MCU because the question after this was, is every infinity stone going to present differently? Are we going to have like a gaseous stone? This one's liquid. Right. We've got us. And because then we get to the end the and second it's like, no, no, no. One. Yeah. So at this point, they're just like, oh, you know, they could be anything. And then they're like, no, actually, they're all stones. <laughs> Except the one we already said wasn't a stone. <laughs> Shoot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it, it is
0: great. Like the... Go, putting yourself back in the mindset of someone watching this movie after like Avengers just happened mm-hmm. like Iron Man 3 just happened and you're like uh, what about those stones uh, mm-hmm. you know that we were all concerned about because um, they seemed important uh, and let's see in phase Ooh, what a shot what oh the the, the smoke show in the rain kind of thing Yeah, look at the cape billowing I actually have an interesting (laughs) fact for this scene. So Jane goes up to to Thor and slaps him in the face. They did that take several times with Natalie Portman kind of pulling her slap. And it looked terribly like it didn't like it didn't translate at all. And Hemsworth just like, just go for it. Just go (laughs) for it because it's got to look real.
1: And so yeah. she uh she laid into the the next few apparently. It's uh I like this scene a lot because it shows Thor's weather manipulating powers. Mm-hmm. Most of the time the MCU you you just see lightning, right? But right, here he's right. controlling the rain and he's making it so it doesn't rain around Jane. Which is pretty cool. Well, and Darcy even says, she's like, "Is this you?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's it's also like Thor still speaks Shakespeareanly a lot in the MCU, but not to the degree he does in this movie. It's a very uh listening to him speak, he sounds like he's Shakespeare in the park, just like Tony would say.
2: Yeah, and it's interesting that um what is it, Ragnarok? You have like the Shakespearean play that they play out right, there like yeah. on his own yeah. self. And and Ragnarok was the tone shift change. They wanted like, all right, Guardians of the Galaxy was great. We want to kind of do that with Thor. Yeah, um, usually yeah. they come together as the team, and they they're all part of each other. But it's definitely like, all right, we want more of a Guardians of the Galaxy tone soundtrack.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: Slaps, not slapstick, but you know, some more humor, <laughs> that kind of thing. So, so
1: they're gonna go so we with we that. we talk about humor, will? But the, the joke was just Darcy pokes him on the chest and goes, "How's space?" And he goes, "Space is fine." <laughs> <That's it.
0: laughs> Look at you. You're all you're still all muscly and everything. <laughs> so, I it's, it's just a funny like little choice in these movies. If if the goal of the first two movies was for Thor to feel like a comic book, believe it or not, these movies, the first two movies feel like a standard Thor comic from the time. Mm -hmm. from the 2000s early 2010s it gives off that vibe and that feel so people that like get bent out of shape about the next two movies i honestly i get it i truly do get it i still enjoy i enjoy those movies but i get it that like you're like i thought you were gonna give us the thor story this doesn't feel like the thor stories that i'm used to but,
1: but also though it's it's like a 60s 70s 80s thor stories is what you get with the later ones right like it's just wild and psychedelic rather than grounded and uh and dark someone's gonna latch on to that one fast i'd like them to yell at me again hit me up in the comments everybody Ca- comment on the mighty thor it's podcast your
0: goal lists. for someone to hate you so much <laughs> look i'm he wants the I'm, troll
1: business. He wants the troll I, followers. I am on the record defending the hell out of Ragnarok and Love and Thunder. And I'll stand by that forever. Mm-hmm. So if people have to go at me, let's at least get you some some followers on the Mighty Thor podcast Instagram. If we're going to do it. Right. <laughs> <Great>. Because <laughs> the kind of people we want
0: is people that will fight my friends.
1: <laughs> I want those hate follows. If you if you really hate the Faz Guardian, what you should do is you should follow across the Bifrost on Instagram. That'll show no. me.
2: Go, and when we're go. doing a, at com, a, a panel at Comic-Con, we're going to have, like,
1: remember that time on episode blah, 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 you said this. We so were like, what? Remember oh when you gosh. thought that colors were belonged in Thor? They don't belong in Thor. Jack Kirby's dead to me is what they yell. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> you, and, then, and then we'll all be like, bro, man, you've you got to calm down. You've got to calm down.
2: Look, calm, I, I it's, get it. It's, I, I, so explain this I scene Sorry, Aaron, like, to I love Jason Aaron. This kind of, like, um, is this science? Is this mm-hmm. uh, mysticism? Is this Norse? Both. What's going on here with this misty? The, so yeah. okay,
0: like, what well, yeah. or what Will is talking about is the um, the soul forge mm-hmm. that they are using to determine what is wrong with Jane. It's Jane is like, oh, is it this? And she's giving like a very sciencey medical term for He's it: an astrophysicist, quantum field yeah. generator. It's, yeah. yeah, is that a quantum field generator? And the the lady doing the the examination is like, it's a soul forge, and uh, Odin gets pretty irate that they're even trying to help her, because he's like, he they have their he heels. calls her a
1: goat, not the goat. He calls her a goat as if a she's an goat. animal. Yeah. Uh, the, Who do you think you are? Oh, I'm. Who do a you God. think you are? Oh,
0: okay, sorry. <laughs> King of Asgard. Defender <laughs> of the nine realms. <laughs> Oh Odin. Well, it's... you
1: told your dad about me, so cute. <laughs> I love it. Like, that's what you took away from that. Yeah. yeah it's like, like he just called you a goat, but like he, he goes you a farm to and
2: about your girlfriends. It's serious, y'all.
0: You're like, <laughs> he knows about me. I will say that in it, like we as the MCU went along, we got better female protagonists. Mm-hmm. Like Jane and Pepper, like in the first few phases, kind of underserved. Like they're they're good in that role, but it kind of just sucks that Jane does
1: a lot of talking in this movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't She's know. She's very much kind of the movie happens to her, which is what makes Love and Thunder so right. funny because she is actively participating. The right? movie happens to her. That's at, at, good. At at this stage of the MCU. They want to write more things, but they've got those people in the creative committee that are sexist and racist still, and they're trying to get rid of them. Kevin Feige doesn't have full control yet, right? So they're trying to get more diversity and more uh, more fairness to the other genders and everything and and and, that,
2: and again that mirrors the of keeps talking about the comics but again you know, like yeah 60s 70s 80s comics you the damsel in distress you know and then yep. Yep. all that kind of stuff <laughs> and you move into to where we are now and then you have Jane Foster as Thor you have um strong female characters a, a diversity of people creating the comics writing the comics representation uh pretty important and that shining through and then of course you have comics gate and you have all the protectors and oh god keepers, that kind of thing you're just like oh you know you ruined my childhood i'm like yeah well sorry we need to we need to re- reframe your childhood of this yeah life.
1: let's oh god thor I can't watch. be a girl says the same people who again follow across the bifrost if you're mad at me yeah those people are, are the ones Send your messages uh, to ryan does at yeah, uh, yeah, yahoo.com yeah, 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 yeah.
2: what are you doing <laughs> <laughs>
1: If you want I'm his free. phone number, it's uh, it's 785 555 5555. Yeah, sure. And, and tell more. him what you think, yeah. And just Check give him my address, there. why don't yeah. you? Yeah.
2: Good, Ryan,
1: time. uh,
2: Ryan Dog Rose at uh, dog at, rose at at, at
1: at aol.com.
2: Send those emails. Wow.
1: I'm so <laughs> you, you happy can also email Will at, at, at Will, uh, Will Hate slash loves dogs. I don't know how I got the slash in the email, but it's there. Will, Will,
2: Will loves. Uh, Cosmo dot yes yes snailmail.com Oh what just happened oh there's a death there's
1: a murder uh, I think Alvin just got stabbed oh.
0: <laughs> Alvin just got stabbed no
2: what, Alvin? what about the chipmaps? Alvin? <laughs> I love the
1: subtitles for Alvin you know um, well, what, for those what do you think about fans the who love of, Elvin language? Of, of a created language like this I think this was a really cool idea. It didn't play with a lot of people but I I, I like that it was there.
0: I'll be honest. Malikith is the
2: big miss of this movie mm-hmm. you said it send your emails to no i'm
1: just kidding <laughs> no, Wait, but... so that that won't even i'll agree with as i'm defending all the, I just... all the stuff all the way through yeah
0: now don't get me wrong i enjoy christopher eccleston it's not him mm-hmm. like and i under here's the thing man of steel had just come out they like they the the dark elves don't look any different than the kryptonians in that movie and mm. they don't okay i'm gonna sound like a real douche here <laughs> they don't look any like it i get no malekith vibes from
1: this malekith hey like, what about you know you know i don't want to spoil it for will i'll talk about it later oh, he's yeah.
0: okay thank you thank you i just expect malekith to be more impish and sadistic
1: and yeah. almost like a joker just like, like a joker yeah or even like right. a loki the way that they play him in right, right right
0: i expect him to be more a more murdery version of loki a more unhinged version of loki he's he's conniving and
1: stabby is how i would describe but it's not stabby like loki stabby. Oh,
2: right yeah. like did you want that bef- when you watch this movie or like after you read war of after Rome? i
1: knew mm-hmm. what the
0: character was that's what I wanted. Jason Aaron's version of Malkith. Yeah. Even even Simonson's version of Malick. I mean, Simonson oh. created Malick out of whole cloth, and his membership was his is, first appearance. What's his first appearance? Uh four, no, three forty-four.
2: Yeah, that's right. I oh, think you just told me looked wrong. it up. No, yeah, you. I read that like the other night off your like Marvel Unlimited app. <laughs> After you told me that Simonson created him, and I think it's three forty-four.
0: I bought that first appearance for our Simonson saga next year, and I am wicked excited about it.
1: Yeah,
0: um, we are missing some
1: top-notch Tom Hiddleston here, mm-hmm. and again, the best Russo in the MCU, Rene Russo, mm-hmm. killing it here. I really hope there's put... someone listening that doesn't get that joke. <laughs> I I hope that there are people out there that are just, just so angry with me at this point. <laughs> that we're gonna get so many please don't stop podcast. listening though <laughs> it I'll listen so more. much
2: worse <laughs> oh, the things man. i'm gonna say the, are we on naboo right now are we in naboo i today?
0: said that the other day i was like <laughs> holy naboo this looks like a star wars movie
2: right now <laughs> yep 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 is thor gonna say he ate sand because i'm ready for it
0: like i just I wonder if like natalie portman gets ptsd when she's like on a on a balcony with an <laughs> attractive guy she's like ah if he talks about sand one more time like oh my god different franchise. i just love
1: i know star wars but i love the fact that hayden Christensen is actually a pretty good actor and he lost like five years of his career because of how bad the writing was <laughs> in mean, the in the uh I mean, in the man prequels. maybe maybe jumper would have been a, a bigger success it's just so funny to me that you, you put him in uh, Obi-Wan and he's actually really, really good and that's most people's experience with him post uh, Revenge of the Sith. It's like, wait, what? This Didn't that just not? suck yeah.
0: too? It's yeah. like hey, this young kid is trying to like make his mark in a, in a big franchise and it just gets freaking
1: dissected like, to death. It's not just a big uh, franchise. He's the titular character basically of Star Wars. Anyway. It's a Thor. Movie it's what on. happened to Daisy Ridley. Yep, yep, that's true. Okay, looks like curse is about to do his uh, fun stuff. So, they, they 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 did something
0: a little different here with how the curse like works, because in in Simonson's run of Thor, it's more like um like Algrim is selected as the, like, the cursed guy. Mm -hmm. And here, it's more like um, any of them can become cursed. It just kind of, like, means you're kind of like a suicide bomber, in a way.
1: Yeah, it it kind of bothers me, because they show, like, 50 cursed people in the the prelude part, and then you think, like, if Malekith just had a second cursed, this whole thing, like, he just wins. So that part is too bad, but I I like that he's just so powerful. And I think he's really villain he's so strong
0: the what i found cool about uh watching some of the behind the scenes things here was a lot of this almost all of this suit is practical Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's nuts to me yeah or two is very practical they cgi him like in a few different areas like after the transformation scene they cgi him but that wasn't practical ryan are you sure should I go to at Faz Guardian and voice my <laughs> displeasure? But Please um, do I but I I I do love the practicality of this suit and the actor who played Algrim is inside the suit. Mm-hmm. Um who I knew that I'm probably gonna butcher his name. Um, but I knew him from the show Lost. Mm. Um oh. I'm not even I'm not even gonna attempt it. I I'm afraid that I will sound incredibly
2: stupid. I um, love Lost so much. That was like... This is, this is a great scene right here. I I, I loved that show. Uh, maybe yeah. I can
1: remember who he played in Lost. People who don't remember Dark World, did you note that? Loki just told him to go left instead of right. Just mention <laughs> it. We'll see what happens. William has no idea why. Ryan I can't knows, wait to see, to see what, what happens. Why.
2: Loki.
3: Oh, great, great transition here! Yeah, yes, yep,
1: yeah, yeah. yes. Reminds me of the multi or the multiverse of madness one, where Doctor Strange pulls out a handkerchief and it becomes right. his cape. and becomes, yeah, jumps off the, yeah. the local levitation. Exact same kind of transition. Hey, I, there's I, your guy, Ryan.
0: I love Ray Stevenson as Volstagg. He
1: he was a great Volstagg. Oh, look at how good Mjolnir looks there. Oh man.
0: Your two cells. No further harm will come to you. Do my word. Punches him in the face. Again, there's just like there's just moments of this movie where I'm like, "Yep, it feels like I'm watching a Thor comic." Mm-hmm.
1: They also did uh, because of the behind-the-scenes turmoil. This movie was originally incredibly serious. There were almost no jokes, and they it's- had their they had their resident funny guy. Um, who shall remain more or less nameless because he's a terrible human being, punch up the script. And uh, for lack of a better phrase, he weedonized it. And some of the jokes that come in through here are just fantastic. Hate the human being. Really like those sorts of things. No harm will come to you. Okay, I guess you're getting harmed. Bonk in the head, right?
2: (laughs) I tried to be nice. oh the the lost character talking about mr echo talking about echo yes
0: yeah so it's actor the actor who plays curse and algrim is the actor who played mr echo in Lost, and Mm -hmm. i
2: loved mr echo's arc in lost i was the best and he i just (laughs) as i'm watching game of thrones he's he's in game of thrones too
0: (laughs) where is he in game of thrones
2: uh wasn't he a slaver like he he could he um Kidnapped. Um,
0: no, 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 no! Oh wait,
2: yeah, that was he him. is. Yep. Oh, William, you got yeah. me. Because the minute he showed up, and that I was like, ah, oh, there he is, the guy from Lost. I love his arc. I just- you guys are like, missing Idris being
0: epic. We're not missing it, Baz. We're also we're talking over
1: it. He landed <laughs> on the Rainbow Bridge. It was so cool.
0: Uh, that is Heimdall's like maybe his most badass moment. Yeah, it is, uh Except you know, talking shit to Thanos, Um and, like and
1: then he flips around and it's like, oh shit, that literally meant nothing. I I took out one of their forty thousand ships. Oh god, right, right. Heimdall like these
2: kind of space sci-fi ships coming through. Yeah. Now you, you guys like, would know
1: better than me. Do these ships look like what Dark Elf stuff would look like in the comics, or is it just its own design? No. No, not really. They're they're pretty cool. I like how they like turn to go through cracks and stuff. But I wasn't sure if they were based on anything.
0: It's very Star Wars Millennium Falcon, like how Mm -hmm. they how they fly, Mm. because they do those like zero point turns. Yeah. I I, here's the thing.
2: I what's the point of that like like long part? Like if you have to turn, why do you even have that? Let's just just have your little pod.
1: Yeah, yeah i mean honestly Logistically, though, because that it does looks make a lot of cool flying one looks okay. cool like is yeah. that a
2: fin is that a dorsal fin what are you doing is it for aerodynamics
1: like i don't i don't know maybe, oh, maybe it's like guys, you know how like maybe because ships have like a, a sharp point sometimes like viking ships maybe it's to cut other ships in the air but i may be i may be riding the millennium falcon next week in star wars land
2: all right to... will's going At The time to our the listeners, listeners edge. I, I would have done it so hmm
1: I feel like this has been the most unhinged movie commentary, and that we've talked about so many non <laughs> movie
0: related. We, here's the thing <laughs> we did not promise a ton of quality. That's true.
2: That's true. That's a good
0: point. <laughs> we, we, we promised, promised you a good time. <laughs> to you. That
2: was it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, that seems cool. You know what that reminds me of? Remember that time? Or when... I,
0: I do like that Algrim's power is that he grabs people by the throat and dehydrates the hell out of them.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's the opposite of moisturizer. Yes, <laughs> D de- <laughs> <laughs> There's your poll quote for the uh the title of the episode. The opposite.
0: <laughs> In fact, before he destroys the shield, like the shield generator, um, which see Darth Vader, it's that easy. Um, like when you just he destroys the shield generator, I just imagine him saying like allgram hate moisturizer. <laughs> I okay. Uh- this this fight scene like just like pan out a little bit
1: this fight scene is awesome yeah this this asgard set is practical obviously breaking through all the stuff isn't a lot of it's cgi but all of this is a real spot that they filmed in and that's wild to me
0: question for the rest of the warriors three here is this fight scene in asgard better than the climactic fight scene
1: of this particular movie?
0: Yeah, of this movie.
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't will remember. Will doesn't remember. I I say yes. I say the yes. Agree as well. in Asgard is better, but I'm not going to say why until Will is actually. You know what? No, no. I Orla. I disagree. Orla. I I really like what they do. That's different with the final fight, and we can revisit that in oh, about an hour. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I Location forgot. wise, one hundred percent agreed. It's just the I just um, I like yeah. the aesthetic of this fight so much. Yeah. It's very Thor comic again. It's a fight on Asgard. Right, right. It's it feels like I'm wa-
0: like I'm reading. You know, mm-hmm. oh, the Dark Elves are up to some shit. Oh, the black hole grenades that will. This is I also
1: cool. About. Like at this point in the MCU, the Asgardian army is essentially invincible. If like, they don't lose anybody, even to the Dark Elves. They just buzz them down. And here they are fighting the or not the Dark Elves, sorry, the um ice giants. They buzz them down. They to these Dark Elves, and these Dark Elves are murdering them like it's nothing. As guardian foot soldiers are nothing. Those, lo- those masks are from the comics too.
2: Like even like the um like Jason Aaron used that and right one mm-hmm. and and um yeah, War of the Realms. Like they those have stuck around a long time. There's a good creepy mask that like good good villain masks.
0: Because so um
2: I again in one
0: of the behind the scenes things, uh uh Alan Taylor, the director, said basically they wanted them to be expressionless and not be able to give any emo like any emotion of anything like the kind of like what we were talking about earlier with the court of owls thing. The mask is meant to be like this ominous, unfeeling thing, and it I think it really does a good a good job. Yeah, this scene is good with Mal Malakith and Frigga, like Rene Russo's last stand
1: again. Peak MCU Russo content. Russo brothers who I don't know. Kevin, you directed a few movies. Big deal.
3: When they,
0: the effect they have over his voice kind of annoys me sometimes. <laughs> again, again, a lot of people probably agree with this that, like, Malachith is the miss of this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think if Malachith is a little more a little more close to his source material not exactly because i understand when you make any movie when you make any movie from source material you have to change things like because it's a different medium but like if his vibe would have been closer to what maybe is more truer i guess i think maybe this movie doesn't get shit
1: on as much as it does well i think like at this point <gasps> it wasn't that many it wasn't that many comic fans that were watching the movies like there were regular people too right so i think they just didn't like how generic he was like give him some personality and they're there he doesn't right, even need to be right. the same as in the comic you're, just you're, different you're, than yeah you're
0: talking that he felt generic in this movie
1: yeah he's yep. just like a normal quiet they're not quiet but like the same gravelly angry voiced villain one thing they did do was they obviously just broke half of his face like how he looks in the comics but right even that's not as cool, right? It's just burned two-face? from Ylnir. He's now Two-Face from the DC. Yeah. he is now a Two-Face. But again, like right. you'll, you'll see it. Well, it doesn't look that Two-Faced. He's just more like burned on one side. Right.
0: Basically what we're getting at is Malekith needed to be Two-Face meets the Joker. Mm-hmm. That's what we're trying to say.
1: Look like Two-Face, act like Joker. I,
0: I will say, and I'll put, the, I'll put this up on our Instagram for people that want to check it out. I did come across some Thor of the Dark World concept art like some of the early Andy Park like concept art that was a Malekith that looked much more distinct.
1: I I have to jump in for one sec. This scene, right after she's dead, there's a deleted scene, listeners, where Odin and Malekith have about 30 seconds to talk about it. and and It it is fucking amazing. Odin and Malekith, it's like they look at each other and they have like a very it's a very, mm. like, it, it's so good. It's like a minute. I think it's Odin and Malekith. Please go look for it because it is mm. so good. And it enhances this movie so much. Okay. It was cut because it wasn't like the the funny or quippier version. It was a very, like, serious, dark conversation. But it's so good.
2: Well, now we move into the funeral, which is kind of dark and meaningful. So you could have had that that leads into this, you know? Right? Yeah. And
0: it's a beautiful yeah. scene. It's like, come on. You got freaking Anthony Hopkins there. Let him act. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Mm mm-hmm i will say when i watched this the other night (laughs) (laughs) still looks upon me with disdain i i did like get goosebumps and a little teary-eyed at this scene and i don't really know why because like i knew she was gonna die Mm-hmm. But it's like how much she means to Loki, how much she means to Thor. And the way Loki responds to learning that Frigga has died. Oh my gosh. Like, and then when
1: Thor goes to, oh. goes to Loki. Oh, best, best, best death uh, sounds in all of the MCU here. This, uh, the, oh, mm-hmm.
2: oh nice. it's almost like she becomes one with the stars. Like those spark mm-hmm. went up into the Anyone cosmos. Else? She becomes, becomes she becomes a constellation. She becomes <laughs> a constellation. This part, this sound. <laughs> Listeners, I wish I was better at pretty giving
0: you guys a video because Faz just did the happiest little dance. <laughs> I was trying to, to
2: orchestrate. That's what I was doing. It wasn't a, it oh, wasn't a happy well, dance. That, a do, I did not do, do, get that. <laughs> <laughs> Is Loki reading a book? What's going on? He yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, He's Does he, to, know what's he doesn't happened? know yet oh gotcha
0: so this this ein harry like captain tells him and then his reaction is
1: you don't even see his face but it's so good it's excellent tom hiddleston is a national treasure no matter what nation you're from <laughs> right i was gonna say he is a <laughs> he's a global treasure <laughs> yeah. and then
0: but later on though will thor goes and and hangs out with not hangs out with Thor goes to Loki to present the plan and it's peak Hiddleston
2: yeah and like again we're looking at right now looking at through the lens of Endgame where they use this movie where this moment of her death is a pivotal point for Loki and yeah and then through we're we're now like Season one of the Loki series where we see him kind of go back, not to like in game uh progression evolution, but but around this time, this is kind of his character where he still is in the yeah. Loki series. So so all of this, this, this comes into play. This is a part of it.
0: I will say that um in, in Endgame, when they go back to Dark World, I had forgotten a lot of that scene and the power okay. of that scene. Mm-hmm. And I don't know I just I loved that yeah like we've been saying I love that end game elevates this movie especially for Thor and Loki uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I re I just re-watched the first episode of Loki season one Whoo! the last 10-15 minutes of that episode are kind of gut-busting oh yeah oh yeah because really you can you can translate every thor movie uh maybe with exception of the first one um like thor loses literally everyone he's ever loved Mm -hmm. loses Mm -hmm. all of them in one way or another so it's you know no i i like to say that no one in the mcu has lost more than thor oh true
2: because
0: literally his father mother his brother multiple times his you know his love of his life and then all of asgard is destroyed Mm -hmm. so we're getting to the point where odin and thor are going to have a pretty big disagreement on what needs to be done with malekith and thor is trying to be the mature warrior Ryan, you're spoiling for william oh he's watching it <laughs> um but thor wants to go you know in his mind he wants to go do the right thing and odin is kind of
1: showing his arrogance here and it's a role reversal from thor one where thor is the smart well-reasoned uh, leader and odin is the bloodlusted, angry fighter at this point i don't think odin would be able to lift mjolnir
0: A good, I never really thought about that.
1: The more you think about this movie, the better it gets. That's something that I've thought about a lot as I'm thinking about this
3: movie. (laughs) You know, I don't know. I don't know. As many as are needed.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's good. I will say that. This Thor, the Thor in this movie is probably the Thor that's closest to your standard Thor comic. That you, not only aesthetically, but also the vibe where he's like, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do the right thing. Like, I'm trying to do what's best for my people, trying to do what's best for, you know, the, I don't know, the, you know, whoever's at risk. I'm just trying
1: to do what's right. I'm trying to be worthy. You can also kind of get like understand why Hemsworth wanted to reinvent the character at this point because they oh, essentially yeah. kept him the same kind of person for three movies in a row, right? Like everybody's getting major growth and his big growth, obviously, Thor One, he had a lot of development, but in Age of Ultron and Thor the Dark World, these a lot of kind of you see how he reacts and how he would do things differently now, but it's all that same change from Thor one that's showing him being quote unquote the new Thor. Yeah. Doing that for another four movies would drive you insane if you've done seven or eight of the exact same thing.
0: And you know what? That is, that is a really good point that I hadn't thought of that when you play these characters for so long and maybe it depends on the actor, you know, obviously none of us have ever, None of us have ever headlined a multi-million-dollar movie franchise, mm-hmm.
2: but <laughs> if um, unless you're a buy double like I was, but
1: <laughs> that's that that isn't headline though. That's ablining, right? So that's a, 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 no one has <laughs> ablined a uh, a Marvel
0: <laughs> franchise, but it's like as a creative, as a as a creator, as an actor, you're like, yeah, I want to try something different. Like I think sometimes, like comic book fans, like we want things to pretty much we want them to be different but we also want them to kind of stay the same and it's really hard when you get to a movie franchise where it's like things have to change or it just gets
1: stale well and 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 look at the other characters right like iron man at this point you look at him in iron man one and you look at him in iron man three and he's a wildly different character he's still cocky he's still flirty but like there's so much more seriousness he's got ptsd now he committed to one woman instead of being a womanizer right he's not an alcoholic anymore there's so many changes and if hemsworth at this point in time is thinking like all right they're having me be exactly the same shakespeare in the park nothing else the only character that really works for is captain america because he's not supposed to change very much
0: yeah it's built into his character that he's stable and consistent
1: and even him look at how wildly different he is right,
0: right right like uh winter soldier was where we probably got the most steve rogers growth Mm -hmm. because he's starting to question things that other you know previously he would have questioned but he
1: didn't really have to yet he goes from the world's black and white to oh my god the world's gray now right and thor had his big moment but that was at the beginning of his arc like if in the first movie he did all of his change then you had him in three avengers movies and uh And four solo Thor projects, Chris Hemsworth would have gone insane. Yeah,
2: and I think Winter Soldier is is one of the movies that, for me, the reason is at the top of my list because it changed things up. It wasn't like a world-ending big Mm -hmm. battle. It was like a subversive spy story. Where someone was like under under the shadow of like manipulation—that's the villain, not necessarily a killer robot or a dark elf or Thanos <laughs> destroying the world. And you're gonna have a big battle at the end. It was it was more subtle and nuanced, and and so that change of pace and storytelling for me was like well received because I was just kind of tired of the big final battle um, at the
1: end of the movie. Um, the so honest came- trailer for that movie too says it best. Like. One of the first lines in it is like, "Holy shit! I didn't know Captain America I kicked so much ass." Right? Like that's where it, the first movie is a great period piece, and it's a really cool kind of look at nineteen forties and all that kind of stuff. And they do all that really well. But then you just get a badass spy, basically in well, Cap Two, right? So,
0: so I, 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 I totally agree. Cosign everything you guys are saying.
1: This Jump scene, to the best scene in th- Dark World. This
0: scene of, with Thor and Loki talking. Has so much freaking power to it, because these two actors are finally like coming into their own, mm-hmm. and, and Tom Hiddleston just looks so freaking beat up. And then that
1: that line, like, "When do we start?" This this montage is amazing.
0: <laughs> he will betray you. He will try.
1: <laughs>
0: so clandestine. Okay. The greatest cameo
3: mm-hmm.
0: in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: I think so. Will doesn't remember it. No, here we go. Where are we going? William! Keep watching, Will. Keep watching. So, Loki is going through all these different disguises. He was just an Asgardian guard. Now he's Loki and Thor is Sif. Great look for Thor. (laughs) Brother, you look ravishing.
3: (laughs) Here we go. Perhaps you prefer
0: one of your new companions. (laughs) yeah
1: and it's friggin' chris evans i can feel the righteousness surging truth honor patriotism truth. god bless america a side note silhouette cosplay did a reel of that and it's amazing so go god find bless it because it's great <laughs> well the common ground
2: that they're doing on is grief of the loss of their mother and so that's what brings them together right so like mm-hmm. This whole like phase four of the MCU has been all about grief, but here it is. Here they're they're grieving. What do you do with that grief? What do you do with that energy? Let's let's team up. Here's the team up
1: we were waiting for. <laughs> now this whole scene and the rest of the Loki and Thor scenes, the rest of the movie, are the things that were fully rewritten because they realized how much everybody loves Thor and Loki together. Yeah. At this point, no matter how good Loki was, Marvel still didn't entirely get that the thor loki dynamic is the thing that makes thor so good right right this little back and forth where you you betray him i'll kill you you betray him i'll kill you you betray him i'll kill you back and forth it's just it's so good everything about this yeah that's a good scene yeah. big slap
2: oh another slap yeah, is that uh, just as real as the other one that, that is right <laughs>
1: probably was eh? yeah I,
3: this is great too yeah there's just
1: it's a well-written movie like people give it a lot of flack but it tells the story it wants to tell it's just not an avengers level movie it's a thor only story that's the that's the biggest knock on it which is a silly thing to be mad about right but it has a whole cast
2: of characters of norse mythology and Mm -hmm. the asgardian um
1: players per se and it's got so much character like look at these costumes look at the set designs look at the the Shakespearean drama betray him and I'll kill you," says Lady Seth. Mm-hmm.
3: Just so good.
2: Yeah, I think it was the the timing, and and I think you know what is some of the 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 director said that the poor response. I mean, laid a lot of money, but he said a lot of post production. Uh, pulled it in a direction that he didn't necessarily yeah. want. Is that some of
1: the the traditional so the history of it, it? It's more like they had Patty Jenkins and she was going to do this movie. And mm-hmm. she had a very specific direction she wanted and the Marvel creative committee didn't like it. So she left the project. And then someone else came in and the same thing, they did a direction they didn't really want. And with like a, less than a year before shooting, Alan Taylor came in and kind of saved this project. It wasn't going to be made if they couldn't find somebody and he did as the best he could to put it all together and then they kind of found the movie in reshoots like that the way that marvel always does it where they have that secondary set of shooting where they figure out the scenes they want to improve and make it gel better that's when they had to put it together because he didn't have any time in pre-production like the fact he made the movie this good given that he came in like six months before it filmed is insane right side note for all of you big thor fans here uh he currently doesn't have the arms on no sleeves just his arms on his own <sighs> i don't know if that's specifically to sell slightly different toys if that's to to um, make people just like looking at the arms i don't know i fun? i like, like those arms That's, the that's boy howdy mm-hmm. this is before they started greasing his arms taika did that and that is considered probably the Biggest change to the Thor canon—they look much larger when they're shiny. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. Take a look that's at that's the biggest change he made. Biggest
2: as mine do. <laughs> shiny arms, <laughs> shiny arms. Rose—that was my nickname in middle school.
1: No, I've heard oh, that. I've, I've heard that name. From yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Call, oh, these, learning, call them that slip, whole trope of learning limbs. how to drive a spaceship you've never driven before i love that sci-fi trope i'm just gonna mm-hmm. hop in and start driving and let's see if i can figure this out
1: I his love reasoning that. too is hilarious loki's like don't you think i should be flying this I you know what i'm doing and thor's like which one of us can actually fly as if that somehow <laughs> makes a difference <laughs> i can pilot a ship because mjolnir lets me fly <laughs> because <laughs> my like, hammer pulls me off yeah yeah it's, it's
0: yeah it's like going up to like the pilot of a plane and be like, hey, I should fly because I've ridden in I a do plane. Like,
2: before. This spaceship. like, that's cool. I forgot about these shades. Right? It's are cool, super Rad. Like it I, definitely I makes like no it. sense, but it's cool. Oh. It's As a surfer who's like weary of dorsal fins. Like, I, I think that's super cool.
0: <laughs> well, it kind of reminds me of like this the skiffs from Star Wars and like yeah. Jabba's Jabba's um party barge. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: God it makes no it's, sense. Like, why would you why, what's the purpose? Other than just like because look how cool down it looks pillars. spinning well, look at how cool it looks when it spins. That's, down why it exists.
1: That's what we're gonna use it for. We're just gonna <laughs> one one thing I always think about when watching this is why didn't they use more uh Uru in their construction? It's Seems not that me, common, but like it could be. They had the elves right there, they could have made it a lot of times, you know. Uh
0: Faz. Dwarves do the do the the smithing in Asgard. I'm
1: I'm, just, I'm thinking about the dark elves that are currently on screen. Ryan, give me a break.
3: Okay, fine, fine.
1: Here's some Zachary Levi looking fantastic.
2: Again, I forgot he was in this. 100. Mm-hmm. percent I'm like, dude, Shazam's in this. I love Chuck. I love that show. I love Shazam. I love him. He's a great follow on Instagram, real positive dude, person of faith. Like I, I, um, um,
1: he's a good dude. I I like him a lot. I listened to him in a panel in Toronto at fan expo and he was fantastic. Like he talks about mental health so openly and he makes a huge difference in that space. He is a great dude. Yeah, I
0: agree. I, I just saw something on Instagram. Um, It was like, he, he did, he did the same thing. It was, I think it was like on a podcast called like the man up podcast or something like Mm -hmm. that. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I was like, dang, like for, for a guy with this much, you know, kind of (laughs) name recognition now to be this open about stuff. They were like, what would you like to do with your life? You're talking to a guy who's made millions of dollars doing movies. He's like, I'd like to have a family someday. Yeah. Like, it's just simple, simple stuff. Yeah. Um, too Side bad note, he had to make is... that shitty Kurt Warner movie.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. God, that movie sucked. <laughs> well, well, I doubt he was... had to do it. <laughs> yeah. Back on Dark World for a second. Have you guys seen the set photos from filming in Iceland for The Dark World?
0: Amazing!
2: It looks no? so much better oh. than what they actually
1: did in the movie. I've been to Iceland.
2: I've been to Iceland. Yeah. We look at movie sets. We, my wife and I, like to go back and look at like shows that were filmed in Iceland, mm-hmm. like Game of Thrones and uh, Rogue One, and like all oh, and Thor of the Dark World. Like, like now, it, now we know Dark World. I'm like, hey, Cindy, guess like, what? Well, I, know it, I was gone for two hours this evening, but guess what? There's an Iceland reference in our. It in
1: just our like. It looks so good with a little more light. Like, I understand it's called the dark world and they wanted it to be shadowy, but it looks so much better. It still looks dark. It still looks like the dark world. Right. But man, it looks amazing. It's, you guys I, I don't get, know
2: how cool Iceland is. Like, I, as um, three of us will continue. go there right after this. Okay. I'll yeah, get in my car. Uh, we'll one drive. location, uh, uh, yeah, uh, panel and uh, podcast recording in Iceland. We'll do that at some point. Life goals, but Cindy will pull up like, just a live uh like webcam of a certain location in iceland just leave it on for the day <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> there are
0: some times in this movie i don't know what, how you guys feel about this but there are times where the effect that hemsworth puts on his voice it almost feels like he's like kind of holding his teeth shut yeah mm-hmm. or it sounds like he's holding his teeth shut so i'm like I don't know if this is the best voice that Hemsworth had for
1: Thor, mm-hmm. but it was definitely the best look he had for Thor. He, he, he made a comment recently that each successive movie Thor gets more Australian as he <laughs> that gets is like so as true. it becomes more him. <laughs> and it's it's interesting that like it honestly gets better the closer it is to his real voice because he's so much more comfortable speaking, like saying these Shakespearean lines with his accent that's somewhere between his australian voice and his british one really goes well together because as guardian doesn't have to be shakespearean british it can be whatever Mm -hmm. Mm.
0: that is true because you know obviously when stan lee leaned into that shakespearean kind of vibe no one was hearing a voice when they were Mm -hmm. reading it i'm sure we you know we all make up kind of the voice we hear when we read comics but they could have done a lot of things with his voice now question for you guys would you have i'm we we've all gotten used to hemsworth in the role but say chris hemsworth doesn't exist um would a british actor have made more
3: sense Hmm.
1: i think yes and no yes in the sense that at this stage everybody knows that space or fancy is british sounding but like as Love and Thunder showed us, like Russell Crowe did a Greek-Italian accent because Zeus is a Greek-Italian god, right? And so it was so spot on. I, I I really liked how fun it was, but like you, you don't need to go, just, like it's serious, so we're, we're very strong in British, right? you don't need do that anymore. They could have done Asgard where each person spoke with a different uh, accent, just because it's space and it's Asgard, right? So Thor doesn't really need to have any sound. Thor, four or five guys he's going to speak with a canadian accent he'll be like oh hello there how's how's it going Bonjour, bonjour, oh my
0: god <laughs> set the internet on fire and make thor a french canadian god of thunder Let's that it. would be hilarious uh-huh. <laughs> i'm from quebec
1: this is when we start getting some really cool This is that new thing I was talking about, listeners, the way that they manipulate gravity and have people go through portals and stuff. It's it's, it's really it's really a cool idea that at this point, all the fight scenes in the MCU are kind of blending together. And it's something that like, look at this. They're getting attacked by birds, right? Like they. um, Right. It's really a cool way to differentiate this movie to the others. They obviously get even more wild when Guardians happens. Yeah. But at this point, there's still we need grounded realism where fans aren't gonna buy the comiciness. It hasn't been yeah. concepted by Guardians yet. It, it's you know, Faz,
0: I I 100% agree with that because it's like they played with the comic bookiness of this. That like, hey, what if this fight, or what if you know this the the culmination of this movie? What if it didn't just take place on Midgard? What if it's mm-hmm. taking place? during the convergence when the, it's like happening at all the different realms yes,
1: yeah. and, and that's so thor comic-y except in the comics it's usually time frames right like the war the, the fight will be happening in three different uh spaces right. in time
0: yeah or they'll be they'll be uh you know they'll, they'll kind of fudge with the time stream like that's a big thing like when um when anybody kind of faces off against kang the conqueror you're going to have to fight him in a few
1: different time yeah. periods. Tang Dynasty is probably going to have like six or seven different uh, time periods where the Avengers are fighting him, right? It's going to be sick uh, anyway.
2: This dark world scene.
1: They're in the dark world, which would look cooler if it was lighter. I'm already on the record about that. But still a very cool scene coming up. Will doesn't know what's going to happen as far as he knows. So, so Jane Foster,
2: let's, let's catch up. Jane Foster's like a horcrux for this like... She's a thousand percent a Horcrux. Um, a Horcrux for uh, the. She's thing. not a
1: Horcrux. She's for she's like the Aether's. She she's the Aether's jar. That's all. She, she's just like the like, orb that the. But power that's why he moves.
2: wants her because he's looking for this Infinity Stone and inside. She's the Tesseract. Yeah. That's a better way to do it. She's not a Horcrux. Tesseract.
1: That's it's gross. It's like, she's a Tesseract. Hey, she's hey, beautiful.
2: Bridging. All the fandoms, uh, especially, especially uh, Kim.
1: Oh, Thor just got stabbed! Man, who could have predicted Loki betraying him?
2: Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> now everybody, now everybody's going after him because everybody said if you betray him, then
1: now there's there's a scene coming up that pisses off Thor comic readers to no end. For a very silly reason, and once it happens, I'll tell you guys why because it makes me laugh every time I see the comment. Thor is a Skywalker. In a world that's dark, because they're got in a arm world, cut off. Uh, is the hand? are in a
2: world that's really dark right now. Is that what's going on,
1: Right? They are in a dark world. Yeah. Now, the the reason that they're pissed though is because obviously he's lost his hand. He's going to get a destroyer arm now. All right. We'll find oh. out why that doesn't happen in a little bit. God, that'd be so cool. That'd I will cool. say uh, the the the
0: faz has said multiple times that the 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 aesthetic of this one is it's almost too dark Mm -hmm. like just like visually it nothing really stands
1: out because
0: it's all just
1: it's it's like the same the same problem i have with the final battle of Endgame. it's just so black and smoky in the background that the background itself doesn't do it any favors that one it's kind of necessary because there's six billion characters and you have to see what they're doing so if the background is too crazy It'll distract from it. But there's like six people here. Like there's some nondescript dark elves Thor, Loki, Jane, Malakith, and Alvin the Chipmunk. That's it. That's all who's here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Malakith's voice, you're right. Like uh, more to listen to this on on the movie is is like, uh, it's not that great.
1: It works a lot better when he's speaking his own language than when he speaks English.
2: Yep. Yep. Oh am i watching stranger things what's happening it it does feel very stranger things kind of like or
0: or like it's um it's a carl sagan like Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) like journey Mm -hmm. into the unknown neil degrasse tyson explaining how how wormholes work or something come on
2: (laughs) will i threw in a carl sagan reference just for you oh i love it carl sagan what there a twist got... he
1: didn't actually lose his arm oh my god <gasps> what and that's why they're mad because they think he should have fully lost his arm and got to have a destroyer arm and that makes me laugh because uh, sure that would be cool but it's right. not necessary <laughs> right right until no, right.
2: jason run
1: for that they broke the aether we win the movie's over guys <laughs> we won <laughs> that was just 38 minutes of shawarma
2: Oh my gosh! Thirty-eight <laughs> minutes of shawarma—that's the name of this podcast. Please, thirty-eight <laughs> minutes of, <shawarma laughs> is, of is the name of this freaking podcast. There and yeah, people be like, "What? Pod. I gotta listen to that?" Thirty-eight minutes of
1: shawarma—that's the name of my high school heavy metal band. Now, this is the only time it kind of looks like stones at this point. When it's like crystallized, you can see it look like stones there, and then it goes right. back into a liquid with this really weird power-up. So uh,
0: while Malakith is I just love how casually Algrim's like just
1: tossing grenades at things. <laughs> he's just like, click, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't need to deal with this. I'm a curse. There's only like one of me left. I'm all good. Yeah. <laughs> he he kind of go kinda get reminds- him, Alvin. Go get him, Alvin.
0: Go get him, Alvin. He kind of reminds oh, me of Danny Glover from uh Lethal Weapon, where he's like, I'm getting too old for this shit.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: That's a nice little moment there where Thor saves Loki. Loki truly right. thinks he's dying, saved by his brother. He knows that they're, like, truly together now.
2: Gosh, it's just so dark.
1: Yeah. Like, I think yeah. about how much cooler this would look if it was, like, three or four shades brighter.
2: Is this Iceland, where they are now?
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like, imagine setting the brightness to, like, four instead of one right now doesn't have to be bright but just right a little... right it's
0: like i can just hear someone listening right now like guys the movie's literally called the dark world
1: <laughs> Yeah, like like, like <laughs> we we aren't saying we want like ragnarok or love and thunder brightness that's a different style we, we don't need have. to yeah, mess with it, the it, it saturation me...
0: and the contrast
2: <laughs>
1: it is but amazing where they went after
2: this movie like well that didn't work that great it made a lot of money but people didn't like it so we're gonna go the opposite direction be super
1: yeah. bright and a lot of our, a lot of rainbows and um that's why you see the meme right and it's like two houses beside each other that are like very horror movie houses and the two that are like like, uh my little pony houses and it's like thor 1 Thor 2 (laughs) ragnarok and love and thunder yeah this scene is sick this is why i love curse this is why he was higher on my list than yours Right, right knocks mjolnir away that is a pretty big feat right yeah. that's why i was yeah, like that's... you guys are sleeping on this guy okay I get he doesn't
2: say words hey and I get the when geez. i made my list i hadn't seen this in 10 years i didn't know that happened i put him at the end
1: i All tried right. to explain it but it, it just went right over your head because you hadn't seen the movie swiped while. over he swiped it's okay the, the listeners already dropped him anyway so it's fine I, I was never gonna win with my number seven or whatever i called him <laughs> alvin it's a nice little yeah. return, you know? Thor saves Loki, Loki saves Thor, and then Thor gets brutally murdered. It's a circle of life. Or, Loki gets brutally murdered.
2: Yep. No. How many times have Loki been killed? Come on. At this point, two? Okay.
0: That is, a great, that is a great line where Loki's just like, see you in hell, monster. And then mm-hmm. he, he clicks the like grenade. On it, which, the grenade does something completely different than it has been doing the whole movie.
1: No, 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 no. It's the same. It's just he's so powerful, it takes it way longer to absorb him. That's what's going on there. Oh. He's Different still color. going on the black hole. Different yeah. color, but I guess in the dark world. So it's got not a black hole, but well, it's a... the, the color, though, is like him. Like, you know, how he's like that fiery, sinji oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, like, that's, that's what true. it that is. Or, yeah. Mm. See, the more you the think what he's about done the movie, to others, the better it gets.
2: I'm telling you. What he's done to others, he reaps what he says. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Put some scripture up in here.
1: How did you turn this into a sermon, Will? How did you turn Thor: The Dark World into a sermon? Don't. Come gather Christmas Eve. I'm going to talk about <laughs> Thor: The Dark World. People are like, "What?" <laughs> because
2: We're putting him on day.
0: a mental health leave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know, oh, no, Baby Loki's Jesus, dying, Boy guys. Ranger,
1: but I'm going to talk. You're the the death music's back. That's the best death music in the MCU. Ah, oh,
2: Thor. Loki, grief. Mm, that's hard oh don't worry thor you'll see him
1: die a few more times man you're um uh, i think he only he only sees him die like one more time yeah so it's, it's the most gruesome and it's directly on camera and it scares people probably and you bring <laughs> your kids to infinity war and it starts with crack boom <laughs> I-
2: think that's iceland but it's really dark maybe no, it's not no, it, in summer it is, yeah. but it's in the winter when you only have like three hours of sunlight
1: it's uh the, the set photos are incredible like it looks so cool <laughs> this still looks very cool in fairness it just you know it could be better is all yep.
0: talking about look and aesthetic and and vibe um i think it's kind of interesting to uh to know that um Alan Taylor was not originally the one that was confirmed to direct this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenneth Branagh didn't want to do it, which, you know, I've heard that Kenneth Branagh had a really good relationship with Hiddleston and Hemsworth, like as young actors. Cause I mean, it's Kenneth Branagh. Like what he's the I mean, thing that made them as good as they were. Like, I mean, he was, he was a great, he was a, from what I've heard. Um, and you know, it kind of shows in the movie, he was an actor's director. Mm-hmm. and then you know in this next movie they had a few different names floating around but originally patty jenkins was going to direct this right will and i spoke about this when you disappeared for a second i i <laughs> couldn't i couldn't like i forgot that completely
1: mm-hmm.
2: and i was well, like dang the actor back the back you're talking about the call the comic relief in the midst of- yeah yeah here you, he is chris
0: oh doubt
1: Chris, oh doubt. It's not just the comic Chris relief. Well, this is extremely important. This is how okay. they can get back to this Earth. This is a plot right? thing,
2: yeah. Yeah. Bridesmaids was great. I like that. Good movie. I love yeah. Bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Kristen Wiggs, my all-time favorite person. I want to have top 10 people I want to have a lunch with at some point in my life. Would be pretty Kristen Wigg is on that list. Absolutely. She's awesome. A no, I'm not, I'm not hate, time. I'm not hating on it. I like the okay. idea. Okay. I'm just throwing it out there. Kristen Wigg, if you're listening. I'd love to do like
1: not not in a creepy okay, way. You, just, you, you know. know what? Let's let's not even start with lunch. Just be on the podcast first. And then if if, if you like mm-hmm. us enough, then you then you can uh, then you can have you made a patty
2: well. jenkins reference and you are in wonder woman so there's a tie-in to this and like all hey we'll life. also have we patty
1: jenkins, jenkins here that sounds like fun we can talk about what almost happened that'd be a yeah. wild podcast. hey patty
0: jenkins rogue patty squadron jenkins
1: question mark to together to talk about thor to do look we, okay. we we all know that patty jenkins loves the thor pod side note mjolnir on the uh on the hook amazing
2: ba- like fantastic
1: that was not a,
0: <laughs> Eric in his underwear. <laughs> mm-hmm. It helps him think. Yeah, Dude, I do love that. Like they Blue kept thing. in little things like Hemsworth hanging up the
1: hammer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's just like I don't know. you do right. a lot more physical comedy with it, right? Where it was things that things like that that aren't like him making a joke. It's just him doing a thing that's funny. I do love when Eric's like
0: he's like Loki Loki died and Eric's like
1: oh my gosh that's awesome. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh thank god, yeah. Oh, who could that be? A Asgardian Soldier on the Dark World. That's odd. Hmm. What's he doing there? Maybe we'll find out in the mid-credit scene. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out in the mid-credits
2: scene. Damn it, it fast. Yeah. I forgot about that.
1: On that, well, Will well, doesn't sound like you forgot about it. If you knew what it was, the second that I made a mid-credit joke, <laughs> that could that could mean anything. <laughs> Is
2: that Shazam again? I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> Can you imagine it's Zachary P. Five? Interesting. Feige described this
0: movie at one point as "The Empire Strikes Back." Of the Marvel saga? Yeah, yeah. Or he, of the Thor saga? He did, which was a really funny thing to say. Interesting.
1: That's why uh, he recently said that Mania is probably the best movie they've ever made and people were like that means so much coming from kevin feige and i'm like guys kevin feige will say every movie that is currently coming out is the best thing like he called he your Dark world people. empire i love dark world it's maybe a top 10 mcu movie for me and i would never say it's anywhere. it's close not to empire, the strikes empire strikes back, strikes back. <laughs> like, I,
2: <can't. laughs> I may watch empire strikes back later on tonight just to see if it compares guys,
1: it's not the second greatest okay, star you know Wars. what uh for all the patreon listeners we're immediately going to listen to empire right after this and we will oh my live gosh. comment on it and we'll see oh, if that's it's better or worse yeah that's for my birthday that, that's wilmas right there yeah, yeah for
0: for for mary wilmas we will we will do a patreon episode where we do a uh, commentary on a movie wait, wait. i just heard
2: a throwaway, comment. A throwaway <laughs> comment from ryan he said the second best star wars movie so Empire's not the best what's the best i'm wait sure what's you're saying for is, is number it, one uh um one that Cry Qui Gon is in. Let me let me hear. Let me hear. No, I've no, no, no,
0: no, no. I'm not I'm not ridiculous enough to say that Phantom Menace is the best Star Wars movie because I <laughs> don't want to get I don't want to get eviscerated
2: on online. Hey, haven't you heard in all the takes mail to Ryan team. Dog Rose at Yahoo.com. That's not even an email address. I know, I know. at Dog it. Rose. <laughs> all right, what's number one? Star Wars. My
1: favorite
0: Star Wars movie. Is Revenge of the Sith?
1: Okay, so your favorite's different though than what the best Star Wars movie is. Are you saying? Sorry, that-
0: sorry. The best Star Wars movie is Revenge of the Sith.
1: You're 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 so wrong. It's crazy. It it hurts me in the heart. Will, what do you think? If you say Last I Jedi, there, I'm
0: getting on a plane far. and I'm flying I mean, to Canada. The I mean, best Star the
1: Wars movie is The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Screw you, man. Obviously not. <laughs> Obviously not. I enjoyed yes. the movie more than uh,
2: most, but send i Send your emails never to guardian at uh, Fazguardian and... at
0: full of shit.net. <laughs> <laughs>
2: At I, I like all the right. Sith. Uh, Sith. I like of Skywalker. I might watch me, that tonight. Me
1: too. I think it's pretty good. It's it's. I went in with no
2: expectations one. and said, "You know what? I'm just gonna have fun with this. I'm done with like Look, expectations."
1: It's, <laughs> it's Star Wars. It doesn't have to be a perfectly written Shakespearean drama. Yeah. It's just a fun ride. It's a fun couple all right, hours. Back to the movie. meanwhile,
2: huge <laughs> in the dark world. <laughs> in the dark world, we have a huge spaceship in the middle of like London. Is this yeah, it's London. Right? London. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this and, this like, is the
1: example where. The fight itself is really cool. The location, yeah. I mean, it's, it's all right. Days, they were no. It's like they were filming, we? like they were filming in London, so it kind of makes sense to do this. But it's weird to make your climax like a budget a saver, like we're right here anyway. So we'll just do it there, you know. Yeah. But yeah, also, like look it. at how good Thor looks.
0: I like. Tape. The Fair culmination money. of this movie, I like Malekith's look more because it's darker.
3: Yeah.
0: And like he's got the like the, the almost the black
1: side of his face and the purplish yep. side yep. of his yep. face, yep. but still, I just and and, I, and the, the lighting is brighter. It's still dark, but you can actually see what's going on, right? Which makes a big difference.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Now, one thing about this fight is that the Ether's powers are very silly here. Like it's the it's the Reality Stone. He could be doing some really cool stuff, and instead <laughs> he's just shooting red lasers at Thor, <laughs> R- right? It, it like. If he could zap I, him to Maboo if he
2: wanted to, it's a reality stone. Like, he legitimately Mabu, could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I really feel like if we would have like fully known that this was the reality stone at that time, it'd be like, dude, do cooler shit with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, th- th- like any anything that Thanos does at the beginning of Infinity War with it when they're in nowhere.
1: Sick shot right there.
0: Like, imagine Malakith doing that kind of stuff, like what Thanos does to, to Quill.
1: Yeah. Now the only the only counter to that, I guess, would be that Malakith had this weapon as a weapon for so long, and not as an Infinity Stone. And his whole thing was just make everything is like dark again. So maybe super space lasers like that is kind of his the the end of his imagination. Whereas Thanos Thanos makes bubbles. Thanos makes people fall into puzzle pieces. Thanos cuts people in half.
0: <laughs> <laughs> see now now see that that ver- like how Thanos uses this infinity stone later on I feel like that's how comic book Malekith would have used it
3: yeah
1: but also like at this stage in the MCU where it's again grounded and they're trying to make it seem realistic like how does Thor win that fight if Malekith's turning Mjolnir into a bunch of feathers I don't know that's, fight, that's right? where you <laughs>
0: trust a writer <laughs> to yeah you know
1: Hey, but again, okay, but again, they, they 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 wrote this movie in like three in months right. because of Patty Jenkins and whatnot, right? Because they didn't have a director and they didn't have a creative crew until right before the end. It, it's tough. It's the things that hold this movie back are just the reality of filmmaking. It, I mean, really,
0: we could have done we could have done, and hey, in the future we might do a whole episode on like the production side of these movies, yeah. like the now, development note,
1: that joke where the everybody should be running away but it's post Avengers and everybody loves the Avengers now they're like no I'm not leaving Thor's out there fighting fantastic (laughs) at the time people would have thought it was uh, unrealistic but after a couple years of the pandemic you know that people will do stupid stuff like that no problem right 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 and now we're back on the dark world
2: (laughs) in Iceland with you know uh, three hours of daylight I I just find it
0: weird like did now, I can't remember, do they explain why these portals are opening up at yeah, certain yeah.
1: So, times? So, so the convergence is uh, happening, and basically all right. these little gravity time-space portals are converging on that one place in London. So all these places in the universe have these open because it's the convergence, and they're slowly coming closer and closer together to the point where at the height of the convergence, they're all one portal. So you're, basically right now there's a portal to everywhere in the universe, just around that one courtyard in London. And uh, it's going to keep kind of bonking around until eventually it's all one big portal. That's the science. Quote, there's no quote, rhyme or reason
0: as to why they're popping up where they're popping up.
1: No, it just happens Outside that portal of, is a, is a portal to Jotunheim or wherever they're going.
0: I do love that at one point Malekith and Thor fall out of the sky onto the the tower and they're sliding down the side of it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like a little moment
1: in, the, in a fight where... Um, or like they, they just tried to nuke Malekith and it just went up into, into a different planet. Like, poor Hogan's planet just got nuked for no reason. because <laughs> <laughs> Hogan's like, what the hell, man? He's <laughs> like, damn, Midgardians. And they're fighter jets. Yeah, now we're back like... on Jotunheim. Midgardians are the most trouble. Which looks fantastic and is maybe lit better than Dark World for some reason. And there's the monster, there's the monster from the first movie. Frost Beast. Love to see it. Like mm-hmm. a giant puppy dog, which Will hates. They could have
0: really played with this and done like more of the realms. Mm-hmm. I would definitely not
2: draft him.
1: Yeah, I I think the issue they have is um at this point again, there's only been like two or three realms. <laughs> That's a good one, it. Will. <laughs> it's just there's been so little experimentation right like if this movie came out after guardians they could have done so much more while still keeping the same vibe and it probably would have made a billion dollars but it came out before and it had to be a grounded we aren't gods we're we're aliens right is this darcy's
2: boyfriend? what is going on here
1: am i missing something Hmm? this is darcy's um boyfriend (laughs) no not boyfriend uh what's what does she say it's the intern intern that's what it is yeah (laughs) and then darcy gets in her little line
0: where she calls mjolnir meow meow yeah
1: yeah (laughs) this is a great scene here too
0: thor getting on the train yeah and
1: and somebody touching him
0: you know faz i agree with you now how the lady like bumps into his chest (laughs) yeah was like whoa, yeah. well who who man hmm, hmm lots of feelings lots of feelings all at once um but i i, I agree <laughs> with you that this is a very unique uh like climactic fight scene because it's not just hey let's go to a place and punch a lot
1: yeah and think about right. like man of man of steel came out at the same time and it was just in city punching each other Fifty thousand times for about forty crash minutes. Crash fatigue. Right?
2: Like I love Man of Steel, but man, by the end of that movie, I was like, "Good lord, crash fatigue!" Like, can we like, do
1: something just with hit, hit, hit? Meanwhile, these guys are bonking through things. There's frost beasts. There's like the gravity stuff. I'm liking lightning.
2: this dramatic thing. I, yeah, this is cool. This is this is I'll good. I'll be honest. Like quantum physics. So anyway,
0: at um, the end of Man of Steel, I was just like, "We get it."
2: Oh gosh,
3: mm-hmm.
0: like. Good grief. I didn't need 40 minutes of them destroying Metropolis a billion different ways. Yep. Yep. So so
1: now speaking about the science, you can see all the the portals to the Nine Realms have all converged right above London Mm -hmm. and the Aether's going through them to go destroy them and cover them into darkness, right? So those portals were originally like millions of little portals that were popping up because it was the conversions. They all joined together into one big portal per realm and now they're all above where Malekith is, is the (laughs) science magic from your resident Eric Selvig named Faz. Nice. Eric Listeners, do... I want you to know I am wearing pants while I'm discussing this because Good. I'm not like him. Yeah. I um, can't pull so off I'm a skill sc- a right. he's Scars a, a couple
2: up, yeah. of times go to the bathroom because he's had a lot of beer and he is wearing Canadian
1: briefs with like the Canadian flag on that. with the little so maple
0: leaves. <laughs> are are <laughs> maple Canadian briefs like ass? like long
1: johns <laughs> because it's always winter here, or is it like no? Oh okay. Okay. a brief with a maple leaf on it. So um People who pay attention to my Instagram account will know I recently did an edit like this that somehow makes me more visible than the actual movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 Again, Um, such a cool idea in the ether, right? Like, imagine if they were changing reality constantly back and forth while in this fight, because Thor is inside of it and now can make his own uh, reality warping stuff happen. Hey,
2: this is before
1: Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, they're Mm -hmm before duck strange won, even they had yeah. before guardians they hadn't blown open so much they had they were stuck to a very rigid set of rules at this point
0: great great um great moment here at the end where he gets to that last like little like spike thing mm-hmm. grabs mule near and then like blast malekith back to his ship and then they like teleport his body away mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's again because he can't kill him he's got an he's got like infinity stones and stuff they, so you they, just well the thing they strategy.
0: said was like you can't destroy the ether but thor says but i can destroy you
3: yeah hmm. which is why the ether
1: survives yeah for our for our credit scene oh well it 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 survives because thanos is coming and he'd be pretty pissed off if there were only five <laughs> infinity stones
0: <laughs> that would be a great little the reality wave, stone's a, pretty important where, Thanos goes and harvests the ether from Malekith's dead body. <laughs> it's like, yikes, that got dark. World.
3: <laughs> it, Jane, this is not a great plan. Oh, I forgot what happens here. Oh,
1: right! <laughs> he That's drops a, a friggin' ship e. on him. You gotta kill him somehow, right? Now, side note he's not like he doesn't necessarily have to die here if christopher if christopher eccleston wasn't so angry about marvel and didn't chirp them for years here they could have brought him back at some point and could have given him a more comic accurate malekith spin right so, yeah i mean that's true the, see
0: what kind of sucks about this movie is like it feels like the actors the production like it just kind of like not a lot of people enjoyed this movie not a lot of people enjoyed making this movie.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's the sequel because we have to make the sequel. but yeah, you know, that's what it was earlier fast is that that's like a hundred percent good description. This is our sequel, and
1: we're gonna go from there and and unless and, a- and like to to Alan Taylor's credit, he had some great ideas like the much longer fleshing out of Asgard and showing it as a real lived in city. like there were things that he wanted to do right. It just didn't fit with the whole no no, no, we need ninety four minutes. And mm-hmm. we need it to be uh, for this cost. We need it to release on this day. I know you've only got six months to get it all together, so do it, please, because we are not going to move our release date. We're too early in the universe for that,
2: right? I love this. Darts is like uh, he's going to come back. I mean, last time he's gone for like two years, but he'll he'll be back. You know, and that's such a comic trope. It's like you kill somebody off, you go somebody leave, you're like they're going to bring them back at some point. Don't and like interrupt the hero, yeah. folks. Like they will come back. I'm not sure. Scarlet Witch, or, um, or, um, yeah, she'll probably be back, but Black Widow, Iron Man, probably not Robert Downey Jr., but that an, an iteration of them will be back at some point. Don't, don't get too. So we're kind of like wrapping up at
0: this point in the movie, mm-hmm. but I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to get to like final thoughts just yet. Just uh, something that I was thinking through this was we, <laughs> We focused in on so many things we really did like about this movie mm-hmm. and then we focused you know kind of secondarily we focused on things that just like were off about this movie or things that like other people didn't like about this movie you know mainly it's like like you know idris elba not being wanting to be on this not wanting to do this yeah
1: it um, seems like every actor hated it I think maybe, I hate it. Like, maybe, maybe only the anthony Hopkins. so awesome dude, yeah
3: and like i just didn't know, like it
1: hemsworth didn't like it portman didn't like it uh, eccleston didn't like it it just feels like a movie that like was made
0: despite itself mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. and again if you if you if you draw it back and if you don't you know compare it to every other movie in the marvel you know in marvel universe if you compare it to just other
1: movies It's a pretty serviceable movie. Even if you compare it to Marvel, it's just at this point, people were expecting every movie to be the best MCU movie that's ever come. This one was just a solid MCU movie where if you loved Thor, it was going to be amazing. And if you didn't love Thor, you'd think it was fine. And that wasn't good enough, because we just had Avengers, and we had the end of the Iron Man saga. Right, Winter Soldier was coming up, and Guardians was coming up, and it's like, everyone, it's like, is this the best movie ever? And this one very clearly wasn't. It was just
0: good. This movie is nestled in between some all-time
1: great superhero movies. Put this movie where Thor 1 was, and people might say it's the best movie in phase 1. But they can't do that because that's not where it is. Yeah, right? I
0: mean, yeah, no one's gonna rank the original Thor over Iron Man.
1: No, but people sometimes rank the original cap, and some people do rank the original Thor over Iron Man. And I think this one's better than Thor One if you get over the fact that Thor one was a perfect intro.
0: Um I to this day I will I will still say that Thor One is the
1: perfect origin movie, it's the perfect origin movie, mm. but they yeah, spend so much like time watch, in yeah. New Mexico. New Mexico man, it's so boring yeah, yeah, We didn't get yeah. enough Asgard in that movie, but
0: no. credits have rolled. We have had the reveal yeah. of Loki being Odin at that point, so some shenanigans have happened. So before we go any further, guys, what do you think is gonna happen in
2: Thor Three? I oh,
1: gosh, I don't know.
2: Malekith is gonna be resurrected, and then they're gonna have to go out again. No. Yeah. One
1: one thing, one thing I want to mention because we read the prelude comics, uh though it's pretty cool how foreshadowed ragnarok was
3: yeah. in
1: thor 1 and thor 2 there's a few mentions and in the, the tie-in comics there's a lot of mentions for it thor 3 was always going to be ragnarok maybe it wouldn't have been the way that taika made it yeah but that's where they were always going to go and that's pretty cool that was like from 2010 they knew what they were doing with the character yeah
0: i i i totally agree like and in in thor comics everything kind of is either coming after a ragnarok or leading up to a ragnarok Mm -hmm. so it's like it makes sense that if you were going to do a thor trilogy that that would be the climactic thing or event and you know however you get there it kind of just you know depends and maybe and maybe you know Yeah, I'm sure if you if you had told you know will faz and ryan to map out their own original thor trilogy they would all look different they'd have some similar elements but hey maybe that's an episode right there Um, but um, it would look different but probably a lot of them would end with ragnarok
1: (laughs) but um, I I think all of them would end if it hadn't already happened in thor 3 they all would have ended with ragnarok a thor saga in the mcu
2: so, guys, let's Christopher give Yost. Christopher Yost. Christopher is one of the uh, like screenplay writers and yeah, yeah, big yeah, big time, big time comic book writer. And he's written a lot of different stuff. So, it's cool that they had like a comic book, uh, you know, writer and and kind of veteran on, on the screenplay writing this out. I think that guy cool. wrote a lot of TV, a
1: lot of TV. They've yeah. been big about that, especially in the early phases, making sure they had a comic writer there too to kind of explain it all. Here we go. Here's our mid-credit scene. It's cool because it was uh, directed by James Gunn. Oh yeah, oh, right. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They brought him in to make sure that it fit the vibe he was going for in Guardians.
0: Oh, Benicio del Toro.
1: About this. I love that in the comics, the uh, elders of the universe are all these like serious, very impressive guys, and in the MCU, they're just fucking weird. <laughs> Yeah. But just the weirdest human beings between him and the Grandmaster.
0: Hey, Matt, but I think if you're this like nigh omnipotence, like unkillable
1: thing, wouldn't you be a little eclectic about it? It, I, it makes perfect sense to me that that's something that gets lost on the page that would exist in uh, in the movies, right? Like, would you not be Jeff Goldblum if you had enough time? I think everybody, given enough years of life, would become Jeff Goldblum. I, I hope. I hope. That's, that's my dream. I think yes. this is a really cool prop. How they've kept the aether in like a tiny version of the thing. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. We all get silent because it's such a good It It is. Well, and I, the
3: thing is,
0: at the time, and I'm sure you know, someone will look back in and hindsight, like I knew what was happening. No, you
1: didn't. No, um, no. At like, like, this point, people thought the collector was. was they thought the collector was the big bad of the MCU. They thought oh my god the collector's gonna assemble the the infinity stones what the fuck yeah and
2: i think with phase four like the in credit scenes have not delivered like this like we stayed for the credit scenes and it's like there's not this big tie-in leading to the infinity stones right right. in (laughs) game and thanos and like that phase four has been all about like doing his own thing and and grief and like moving on phase five will be different but like these in credit scenes like were everything like you went to the movie like i'm going to this movie and if the movie wasn't that great then at least we have in credit scenes going to tie into like it it, was
1: it was a complete um stroke of genius to link the movies together with the tangible infinity stone rocks like the Mm -hmm. multiverse saga there's no you can't point to a thing eventually i think in phase five it's going to be kang appearing everywhere yeah. in the background kang or whatever mm-hmm. yep. but oh, like that, that. that hasn't happened yet right like there's there hasn't been a lot of it and to be fair like if you think about phase one there weren't that many infinity stone references right oh, especially i had a lot of names at to that read time, right
2: now fast i have a lot of so um, one name go. i saw i i want to get Dennis into Smith, is Charlie went roy shaw julian oh
1: no uh, no will will well, please please um, please i i have to uh, shout out this this amazing concept william
0: version. some of us are taking our superhero movies seriously
1: <laughs>
2: Assistant, um, assistant, light director, uh, Christopher. Um, look,
1: so Vaz, he, you're, Vaz, uh, you're
0: just going to have to talk out over him. I, I,
1: I have to get in here because okay. Charlie Wen. This is one of the last movies he did. He started Thor. Andy Park okay. worked with him, but Charlie Wen was the head of VisDev at this point, and he's the one who was in charge of making all the Thor characters look the way they did, along with yes. Andy. So we yep. give Andy a huge amount of credit for yep. Ragnarok onwards is all him. And he did a lot of stuff at the beginning too. But Charlie, Wen he's was listening, amazing. we want you on the podcast. We want to, hear he, I would love that. He's also from, um, I think he did God of War. Ooh. So put those two things together and he's just, he's incredible. His like, everybody go find him on Instagram. I think it's I am Charlie Wen or something like that. And mm. he, he's incredible. He does a great job. He, uh, was a perfect concept artist for this kind of Norse look.
0: So everybody Go check out all the things we've told you. To go check out. There's a lot
2: of little, different little threads here. I think they but, have to go watch the Star Wars original. Trilogy I think we I have think...
3: to
0: go watch Empire Strikes Back now. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but I'm watching so much Star Wars tonight. <laughs>
0: um. So guys, let's just do final thoughts on Thor: The Dark World, and then we'll we'll wrap it up and we'll we'll fly we'll fly um back to the realms from whence we came. Faz, I feel like you're the most amped up, so we'll give you. I'll put you on the clock.
1: And we'll give you your final thoughts on Thor the Dark World. All right. So Thor the Dark World is probably a top 10 or top 15 MCU movie for me. It's a very flawed film compared to some of the top ones up there but it has all you want in a Thor movie. The costumes are beautiful. The acting is fantastic. The story hasn't the necessary scope involved. It could be funnier, it could be more serious. It's kind of stuck in the middle and it's it's burdened by where it was in the MCU in that they couldn't take as many risks and couldn't go as wild as they wanted to. But given what it is, it is an excellent movie. Chris Hemsworth is great. Tom Hiddleston steals the show. Chris Evans steals the show. And really, all together, I'm quite happy with how it is. I, like I'm sure a lot of you, didn't rewatch it for five, six years after it came out. And just, in my (laughs) head, believed that it sucked. Because that's what everybody was telling me on the internet. And I implore you to give it a chance. Because it's a perfectly solid Marvel movie. It is good. It's the best Mjolnir and Thor have looked in terms of their outfits for a classic comic look and i think i'm probably at a time there but go watch it seven to nine out of ten depending on how much you like thor
0: perfect will your final <laughs> thoughts on your second viewing than... of thor the dark world <laughs> yeah
2: i the second viewing i don't know if i could say it better than that like i yeah i think you're right like his burden where it was in the mcu and, and and where it falls but like I love it that in game pulls that one in because they know they had a little bit of belief that like this has some significance and and I agree like the sci-fi tropes the 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 characters all that they brought back um I, I really enjoyed loving it uh a, a second time and
1: the spaceships and and Thor all of it Good. Did your opinion change, Will, from what you thought it was from when you watched it in 2013? Do yeah, you have I mean, one of those like negative of views like, in is your is head? Is it
2: worth? Is it worth a rewatch? Like, it, like, there's a lot of content. There's a lot of things out there that where did I spread out my like geek energy, you know, in the world? And and so like, am I gonna go back and rewatch this? Pro- probably not. But like for for Ryan, his birthday, yeah. Do anything for Ryan his birthday like that's well it's huge. So so like going back and watching this like some really cool cinematograph like just the images and the cinematography and and the special effects really 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 cool and and yeah like and that spaceship mowing down pillars <laughs> was that's watching. the thing Will's hanging on to yeah like I'm the gonna... sci fi lasers and Star Wars stuff like yeah, that Star Wars talk yeah I'm gonna lean into that but. um really yeah that was fun that was fun i um
0: i i just have uh, a a few different things that you know i i i I enjoyed this i enjoy this movie oh here's our final final end end it's uh it's jane eating her her shreddy cereal do you hear the rumble of thunder
1: interestingly natalie portman was done filming at this point and she wasn't about to come back for more reshoots because of how poorly they were treating her at this point So they actually didn't film the kiss with her. Chris Hemsworth's wife wore a wig and her costume and just just cheated so it looked like it was her, even though it wasn't. This part right here, it's not even Natalie Portman. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Still a good scene. Yeah.
3: And then the, the Jotunheim, like snow beast is
0: chasing yeah. birds.
1: <laughs> I, I like so, it. Cause they were so menacing in the first one. And they're just a puppy dog in the
0: next. Yeah. One. This is uh, my, my final thoughts uh, are this, that, you know, this gives me, this movie gives me a lot of classic Thor vibes. I like, like they nail Asgard. They nail the aesthetic. They nail the f- big fight scenes. Like they nail the scope, the fantastical nature of asgard they they nail it truly um i think despite what we've heard and what we've been told about things that were happening behind the scene i think this movie actually overachieved Mm -hmm. in terms of what they were put up against and how much kind of tension there was behind the scenes so i think this movie overachieves actually which might sound crazy to people um, because you've only ever been told to shit on this movie. Um, So I think, yeah, like what will and Faz were saying where this movie lands in the greater scope of the MCU matters when you judge this movie and understanding why this movie was made, how this movie was made and then seeing what got onto the screen. I mean, you got to take all that into account. I will say, like I said before, like, I for me the one big miss in this movie is that Malekith and the dark elves were not as memorable and as focused and as uh, important as Loki was in the first movie. Like Loki is he's he's he has just as much of a of an of a arc in the first Thor movie as Thor does. So for them to now have a villain that didn't have that emotional weight to him it just it, I don't know. Malkith doesn't really land for me in this movie, um, but a lot of the movie does. The score is awesome. The, like I said, the aesthetic is awesome. The armors, you know, the hem- this is my favorite look for Hemsworth as Thor because it, it makes me feel like I'm watching a comic book a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So um, not to say that I, I like all the looks that Thor has had but I think this one is my favorite because it feels very gritty and lived in. And, you know, it feels like he's, you know, fought a few times in this armor, uh, as opposed There's to the like, reason listen- they kept it for Ultron, right? There's a right, reason why they right. were
1: like, it's so good. We're going to just change the coloring ever so slightly and keep yeah. it going. Cause we think we've nailed it with this look. So I, re- I really enjoy a lot of this movie
0: uh, and listeners. I hope you have enjoyed this commentary of myself. Will Faz, the warriors three all together. The dark world, uh, yeah. Whether you love Dark World, uh, whether you hate Dark World, whether you're meh on Dark World,
1: give it another try.
0: Faz would implore <laughs> you to give it another try. Will's gonna go and watch a bunch of Star Wars, <laughs> yeah. I'm
2: inspired, I'm inspired, and uh, and, and, and happy birthday, Ryan. Like, this is happy birthday, Ryan. I, I, I really do. Appreciate this it. movie first when you were 12 years old, and I'm glad I'm now that you're. 22 i think this is great that you're i'm I'm just glad you can drink this time ryan that's a big change for you we're super happy for (laughs) you buddy drinking does help
0: uh with with watching movies so uh yeah thank you guys um this was uh, a fun little birthday this is really the only birthday party i have this year so um listeners Thank you for joining our birthday party for myself, but uh, really just, we hope that we provided you a few laughs and maybe, you know, some things about dark world that you didn't know. Um, Hope you enjoyed this next week. We are going to be, Oh my goodness. We are going to be bringing you our guardians of the galaxy holiday special. Will and I are going to be back for that one. And then in a few weeks, We're going to be back for a year in review with Faz. So we're going to split up the the Warriors three duties over the next few weeks. Will's got to go off to, you know, fight TIE fighters at at Galaxy's Edge. But uh, we hope that uh, you join us again aboard the Bifrost until you see us next time aboard the Rainbow Bridge. We encourage you to do one thing, and that is to stay worthy.